Jacksonville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
and welcome back fuckers to another edition of the patriot party podcast uh i don't know where you all are in the world however uh i don't know if our guest is going to be with us tonight um if you're not aware there is a or there was a school shooting today uh 14 kids one teacher uh a grandmother and the shooter himself are now are all dead uh the kids were from what i understand now uh, between the ages of seven to 11 years old. Yeah, it was elementary school. So, uh, yeah, we kind of, sh- where our guest is from, isn't too far away yeah, from that. it's pretty close. So, so yeah, we're I, don't, gonna, I don't know if she's going to I don't know if she's going to join us or not yeah. uh, this evening, and I completely understand if she didn't. Um, that kind of fucking blows. We've been yeah. around that shit before. Uh, but yeah. what did I say almost immediately? Usually you say I'm the making with me is no 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 I mean right after that tonight no well right after that I saw the you said uh, what were the numbers at Sandy Hook yeah because immediately now my question everything narrative smacks me in the mouth yet once again and yes my immediate reaction was what were the numbers at Sandy Hook and and come to find out this is the same numbers so. How is it possible that a guy went in and imitated the same thing that took place at Sandy Hook? I mean, holy shit. This is just, uh, I, I, you know, again, these are kids, uh, seven to 11 years old. The fuck are they doing? What is so bad about your life that you got to go fucking whack a bunch of fucking seven to 11 year olds? The fuck is wrong with you? I, I asked that shit about everything, though, because... No, Sandy Hook, there was 26 people, but it might have been because it was 20 children. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was a little bit more. Yeah. I wasn't sure. But I think some of the kids died from their wounds the next day or a couple days oh, later. Okay. I don't think it was all at I don't think it was all at once. It very well may have, could have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were living down here by then, but. I know. Oh, I, I just, again, it's kids. I mean, I, I don't want to believe that the other side is that dark and, or they're not that dark and they're not that malevolent. I mean, Christ, they've been trying to kill kids in the womb for years now. This isn't a right, Now they're thing. trying to kill them with vaccines and, you know, I mean, all this. Yeah. I, and, and now. They fucking now they found a better way to do it to have a whole bunch of other kids walk in and kill other kids for him. It's just like because I'm hearing now that this shooter was only 18 years old. He was 18. Um, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, and immediately, where does the news shift? Oh, the news goes directly to the it's the guns school. Fault. No, school, the school police officers. Oh, well, we had to defund that program. That's a, if I was Greg Abbott right now, standing in, uh, sorry, sitting in Texas. I, hey, I fucked that one up. My bad. I forgot. All right. But if I was Greg Abbott sitting down there in Texas right now, my initial reaction to fucking the media would be, yeah, about that. Uh, we had to defund that program because all you guys did was propagate this Black Lives Matter thing and uh, get rid of our police. So when the federal government cut the budget for that, yeah, about that. Uh, we couldn't have it around anymore. Wouldn't come to work on Saturday. So I, I feel for you, I really do. But maybe next time you keep your fucking mouth shut and report the news. Yeah. 
Stop fucking making every situation a situation in which you can garner some sort of political fucking rapport with America because you don't have any. The FBI just lost theirs yet again. As far as I'm concerned, they didn't have any to begin with. They're fucking done. They will not be a policing organization when Justin and myself are sitting in the White House. But by FBI, because they'll be gone. Yeah, the DOJ, too. We'll start a brand new organization, but we're not going to let just it go to the wayside. Let's put it this way. It will never be called. And there will be so much overreach over that fucking branch. I'll tell you what. They will be required under our drafting of our policy for this. They will be fucking required to tell a select board of senator and congressman from both sides, even, even Stephen on both sides, what they're doing, what investigations they have going on, what that they will be required. If there is an American citizen that pops up in one of their investigations, guess what? They're going to have to report to that board and that will keep it even Stephen fair across the square. Hey, you don't want to put it out there. I get it. I understand how investigations work. However, hmm, these eight people, they're going to be instructed. They're going to be given a clearance that even God can't grant them. And if they pass all the tests and jump through all the hoops, then they will be allowed into your briefing. But either way, it will be so controlled. I give a fuck less. America will always be able to find out what the fuck they've been doing instead of all this bullshit behind the carpet crap that's been going on. I love your constant optimism that you think we're going to get to 2024 without the Chinese invading us first. Well, actually, I don't think that uh, that is possible, but I think what's going to happen is worse. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, don't even get me started on the black shit that I've got coming out of my ears right now, because I've been fucking I, I kind of talked about it today with Justin. If you guys were listening, I, I most of you who were listening last night heard this already, but we're fucked. Because I can tell you right now, if what I think is about to happen in Georgia, folks. What do you think is about to happen in Georgia? I think we're about to see another rigged election. I think so, too. And I think it's so bad that uh, it will not. Trust me, this Texas school shooting didn't just happen on a whim today, folks. Yeah. Didn't just I'm, like not on a whim. primary day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, see, this is where. This is why, uh, if you all remember, there was a, uh, well, you probably don't, but anyway, taught a long time ago. In high school, we were taught the Declaration, and we were taught the Declaration, the Constitution is two separate documents because technically they fucking are. Uh, one comes, but precedes the other. With that, though, if you take a look at the Declaration, uh, very interesting within the Declaration how that it speaks of the crimes that everybody's committed and everything else. But there's also, when you get down to the signature portion, it shows all the fucking states that fucking signed it, when they signed it, when they ratified it, the whole bit, right? Well, as you go down, there's uh, two states that abstained mm -hmm. during 1775. Mm -hmm. Prior to the signing of the Declaration of Independence, hmm. or, well, 1776, um, Pennsylvania was one of them, and New York. Yeah, I was going to say New York was the other one. Both abstained and did not vote concerning the Declaration and its handling. So 
interestingly enough, I always I find it funny that not more than a couple weeks ago, Pennsylvania had their or a week ago, Pennsylvania had their primary. Yeah, but we still don't know the results. Why? Because Pennsylvania abstained and said, no, 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 we're going to let Georgia kick this one off. I'm telling you right pretty now. Pretty much, yeah, because they uh, abstained. They said, nope, I'm not answering uh, this. Well, and it's absolutely ridiculous that they can't count a, mil a million votes in, in a day, right? Okay. Hey. So 22,000 ballots were misprinted, so they couldn't be read by the scanners. Ooh. Who saw that one coming? Does that happen? Well, right? No, no, no. Because you know but what? But now, you know a what? week later, we still don't have results it, in Pennsylvania. They're calling for a recount, but they haven't counted the fucking ballots yet. In Georgia. What are you going to recount? You haven't finished counting. In Georgia, no, no, no. We don't do that. We do this. Hey, hold, hold my, my beer. beer. Because we go even further than that. So this morning, all these reports started coming in from all these counties that see in this really and retarded system. Voters. Yeah. In this really retarded computer system, you, you punch in, you do your ticket, it prints out a document. You take that document first, you make sure it's all your votes and shit. Yep. And then you go back and then you walk over to this other part where you got to stick your ballot in, in the a scanner. scanner or a scanner, whatever yep. you want to call it. Goes in that scanner, it counts your ballots, it pushes it into a box, and it sits in there. And that's the boxes that we saw Ruby Freeman. And her little fucking mm -hmm. click there, pulling boxes out, but they're they're stamped, sealed. There's signatures all over them. There's documents in every corner where the box breaks. So when she pulled that out, and I saw none of those documents, I saw none of that tape. I said that is not an official box. That is something somebody made earlier, and we pulled them out of a fucking table looking like that. Mm -hmm. This is the same. It, it feels like it's the same shit all over again. Yep. And let me tell you something. I said it the other night. I said it again today on Justin's show. I will say it again. We are, this is a powder keg down here right now. There's, this is kindling. Anything down here that happens now, and I, this is a warning. This is just fair warning to every fucking liberal that listens to this show and leaves little dirty notes on fucking Apple podcasts and all that other gay <laughs> faggot shit that you faggots fucking so listen to. Up. He's so emotional. Like he so lets things bother him. It's hysterical. No, no, I don't. I don't have psychotic delusions like that. Okay. I have major fucking idiocratic psychotic delusions. Seriously. He's so sensitive. People you don't understand. Like I truly don't give a fuck. He's so sensitive. That being said <laughs> and all put to the side there. Oh, it literally no, Mike, not Purdue Candace Candace all the way. Sorry. It literally 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 fucking just irks the shit out of me when i see this shit and i know i i we can go out there and vote and we can sit around i i don't know how those i uh, reached feelers out today to talk to those four groups that i know that are doing shit around here mm -hmm. they're obviously extremely busy because they haven't had any chance to get back to me to give me an update or nothing mm -hmm. that tells me a lot of what's going on well, the ballot boxes closed down on Friday. So Yeah, but they're doing more than that. They're yeah, I gotcha. Well, be careful because like what um Oki said, and welcome to the show, Oki. I haven't seen you for a while. Um, like Oki said up a little bit, uh, uh speak it and it'll happen. So be careful about manifesting reality into existence. We've spoken about that before. It's it's really bad considering the way our brains work. So uh anyway. 
It's fucked up. Uh, this is just. But starting in like forty-five minutes, we might start getting some some polling data, and we'll see. We'll yeah, see. we're gonna. Or I some, got. Some, I already uh, got some shit pulled up. Um, had a lot of questions about this uh, on a couple different platforms now, um, so I'm gonna go over some of this because I think it's pretty important that y'all see this. Um, or not important at all, actually. I, I want to kind of make a case too. All at the same time, I'm going to do a bunch of. How things. does WTOC not even have like anything about the elections on their homepage? I have no idea. Oh, there it is. Georgia. I guess I actually click on that. Yeah, well, you're a dork. On the news. Okay. So let me share this really quick with you all because I, I've been asked a, a bunch of questions about how I pick, go through and pick my candidates. Okay. Um, and I kind of wanted to do this earlier, but where we could all like actually take from it and do something with it. <coughs> so let me blow this up for y'all. Give you an idea too. Mike's lemonade. Uh, we would love to get to the runoff, but fuck the runoff. We just want to win straight out. Like bring Candace on. That's it. Candace versus Stacy. As long as Stacy doesn't actually physically sit on her, Candace will wait for her. Possibly. Yeah. I could do that. Anyway. Okay endorsements by donald trump yep. seriously that's how ballotpedia starts so no this is uh oh, okay i yes. went to this particular on, page on, on specific specificity okay. uh oh shit i didn't even see that texas patriot said he heard uh green dragon i hate the way the deep state uses those young men just for gun grab yep disgusting evil soulless bastards completely agree I, uh, I don't understand. I don't know what the fuck's going on with people today. They had to go fucking... And the, from what I understand, the kid was of Latino descent. Yeah. And it was basically an all-Latino neighborhood for the most part. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure on that, so don't quote me on it. But I just... Wow, that's a rough one. I just yeah. fucking... Whatever. You're going to have that, I guess, uh, as I've heard before in the past. Yep. So really quick, uh, this is one of the ways you can do it. Uh, not my most preferred, but I, I do go through, I go here for some very general information. Um, I go there to get to the actual candidates website. Yeah. For the most part, that's probably the best thing about this page, uh, And I know most of their shits bullshit, but one of the things I wanted to bring up in this, and one of the things I wanted to talk about was some of the things I think about when looking at candidates, for instance, as we were driving this morning, we kind of threw out a video out there uh, for y'all. I, mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody caught it on Twitter, on the Twitter space, but we threw out a video um, in in that time that we were using to drive. I mean, next year it'll suck because it'll be like not even a minute up the road. So we won't be able to talk about it then. We'll have to start yeah. talking about it before, before we leave the house. Before we get in the car and drive for an hour to vote. Yeah. So we were driving on the way there and we were going through these candidates especially in georgia especially in the county um oh and hold on the reason we had to drive an hour to vote is because we can't get our fucking driver's licenses changed to where we moved to because no one picks up the goddamn phone to make an appointment um their website is basically non-functional and when you go there they won't let you in because of covid yeah are you fucking kidding me anyway Sorry. Only, only office in all the Chatham County. Yes, like that too. seriously. It's ridiculous. So anyway, um, I sit in there and uh, I was like, fuck. Uh, so we, we're driving and it actually it was good because we got to sit there. We we're driving along. We we're talking about who we're going to vote for, why we're going to vote for them, what topics we're going to be covered. So we pulled up. Uh, we saw some other 
fishy business even before that because we were sitting there and I was like, go pull up whatever the official ballot, the example official ballot of what the ballot will look like when we get there. Yeah. And she couldn't find it. Yeah, I pulled up Chatham County Board of Elections and it wasn't there. I'm almost 100% positive. I'm not, don't quote me, I'm 99.9998% positive that that is illegal. But I, who am I? I don't know. Just mm -hmm. Joe Citizen, which was really nuts. Yep. So then we drive, you know, it was great. We did a little video and we yep. went over, we got all of the guys down that we needed. Yep. We get to the, the polling center, went in. Um, Yours truly forgot about a stupid role he voted on a bunch of years ago that actually said that, hey, you, if you get an independent ballot, you don't get to choose if there's only parties running, there's not an independent party running. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker. It's a closed primary. So yeah. um, you have to choose one party or the other if you want to vote for. Supposedly, we don't have a whole lot of liberals that show up to these things, right, folks? Bullshit. Anyway, so we were uh, kind of uh, just. Uh, so I went back, got my thing, but it was kind of neat doing that because first I got to stir shit up and watch a whole bunch of old people like flake out in front of me, which was fucking hysterical. Because they had no idea how to work they the were computer like, system. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, well, you better fucking figure, figure it, out it out because I don't have all fucking day and you were supposed to train on this. You retard. Maybe you should have paid attention in class next time. Anyway, they finally figured it out, got it all working. It wasn't actually that long. It took us maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I was probably there maybe an extra 10 minutes of my own fuck up, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Got our voting done and we left. But when, when I woke yet walked in, I saw some very interesting things. First thing I saw that was really interesting was there was another Wi-Fi signal in the building. I've been in that church before. Uh, I've actually worked, if you will, um, for the fire department in that church before. And uh, I sat there and I was just like, this isn't, this is an extra Wi-Fi signal. This isn't the Wi-Fi signal I was telling you about. So, uh, yeah, I pulled, I uh, took pictures of it. It's already been sent to Dr. Taylor and friends. Um, but it was weird because when we were talking about it, we were basically re researching the same exact way. And for the first time, I think we both agreed on it Yep. and it stuck with us because we got to the part that I was like, the only thing we disagreed on was Buckhead being, uh, allowed to become its own correct. town. Because I said, I said, absolutely. Um, but because there, there are a bunch of liberals that live in that little community. Doesn't matter. And they want to go ahead and start their own police force. I say, bullshit. Let them live with what they voted for no, because they wanted not, to defund the Atlanta police department. It's not all liberals that live there. And if they want to fund their own police force, then, uh, then let them. I mean, have fun again. Let it, let Atlanta rot. So, Hey, look, our child is alive. That's great. Fantastic. Hello, child. So with that, um, I kind of, it was funny because when I realized how she said she was doing it, I was like, well, that's not too far off. I'm, I don't do anything special folks. I just go into some basic stuff and there's some basic stuff about the written language. That's really easy that you read this morning that I, that you got through not even one line. And I said, Nope, goodbye. And there were just words that were used in a category that I was like, not trigger words. It was a community engagement leader. That was one of them. Yep. There was, but there, there are a line of them. So yep. when you use one, okay. When you use two, okay. When you, nope, you're done. See a piece. <laughs> and this person happened to use all three in order. So I, I was sitting there and I was talking to other people and I said, you know, holy shit. I never really told you all about 
the fuckers I found out that, you know, Trump endorsed because we never ever really got into it. And I was like, well, that'd be interesting. I think you guys would actually enjoy watching how to get to that conclusion. So this is where I kind of start. All right. This is the beginning point. So if we were going back to the way, way back days, this is your initial jump off point where you start on this. Okay. Okay. Hold on real quick. Texas child said, are you telling me you were able to find Wi-Fi available for voting machines? So it was, yes, it was a secured network. You had to have an administrator, uh, username and password in order to access the network. So, so hold on. Yep. Apparently now we're not alone anymore. Excellent. Folks. So stand by while I do that. Work some magic. Yep. And, uh, that for now and yep uh welcome madame how uh, you doing no better um better time so to speak it's a little rough <laughs> down there in texas today huh uh not too too bad a oh, little school yeah the school shooting oh oh yeah that i thought you meant weather wise yeah that's not too good at all um yeah we need to distract from the border and things like that i guess i don't know what their plans are is it to distract from the border or is it just, I mean, we, general. Were, we just, we were talking about that just before the show, Greta, seriously, he and I were like, so what is this a distraction from? Is it the, right. the primary elections? Cause that's kind of our focus today, yeah. obviously being in Georgia. Is it the border? Is it the world economic forum conference yeah. that's going on? Cause they're trying to take over the world. I mean, legit trying to take over the world. So which one of like 25 different topics <laughs> could it actually possibly be? Maybe they're trying to get them all with, with one shot so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And go for a gun grab at the same time. Cause right. you know, killed like five birds with one stone. Right. Yeah. The guns did it. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes. You know what? Actually, I can't say that anymore. Cause my gun, uh, actually did move the other day, It did. but by my <laughs> hand yes. and then it killed an alligator. So yes, it did. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it still hasn't moved on its own and just randomly killed somebody. No, nope. no, I took it off the wall actually, and he loaded it and went out and killed the alligator. So um, well, it's a good shot, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's a small pond, and it was a big gator. So, um, <laughs> what happens when you start targeting our chickens in uh, Georgia? So, yeah, don't come near our chickens. We yeah. Although we lost a duckling last night, which I don't think our child heard yet. I didn't tell him when I talked to him today. So we had four ducklings. I moved them out to a new space and I think a hawk got one. Oh. It's very upsetting. So they're so oh. cute. I love them, but just try yeah. not to mention it for a while. Maybe he's on, he's, he's on, he's on, screen, he listens so. to us. Unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> he's 15 years old. So he'll be fine. Oh, okay. He's staying at my mother's for the week because she's on vacation. So he's taking care of her animals. So, um, but yeah, no, I was out of sorts all day too. And a lot of people on the stream were just kind of out of sorts today. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like maybe we all knew something was coming or something was going to happen and here we go. So, but anyway, so, um, well, we're going to, we're going to, how would you a, tell everybody yeah, about quick, yourself? Why, why are we bringing here. Greta on here tonight? Yeah. What's, what's, uh, what's your story, Greta? Tell us about you. Um, well, I am a survivor of a uh, hospital protocol and um, remdesivir poisoning because I don't call it a, uh, a drug of any sort. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's me. I, I uh, was uh, just by the grace of God. Um, that's why I'm alive is because of him. And uh, after I got out of the hospital, I realized um, everything that what they were doing to me with this drug and also another drug they were given to me um, without any informed consent or anything. And um, 
when I realized everything that I was going through and all my symptoms and everything, I realized it was poisoning. And um, I did a lot of research and found out that uh, a lot of people are being poisoned and, and, and a lot of people aren't as, as fortunate as me. They don't get out. They're being murdered. And I decided I need to do something. So I set up a website called uh, protocolkills.com and I wanted to warn people. I wanted to, people to know the things that I didn't know because I knew about the vax. I knew not to get it. I knew about the ventilators that they were killing people, but I'd never heard of this drug before in my life. And I didn't know that, you know, it had been in an Ebola trial the previous year and it had killed 54% of the people. And they had to pull it from the trial because it was so deadly. And that was the drug that Anthony Fauci chose as the one and only drug to um, administer to patients with COVID. So uh, all of this information was shocking. Um, but when I went into the hospital, I knew things were wrong before it, but I didn't know the details until after I got out, of course, until I read my medical records and started doing research. But when I was in the hospital, things were not right. It was not like a hospital stay that I'd ever been in before. Um, first, my husband was locked out. You know, we were in the emergency room and I was at 66% oxygen. I couldn't breathe. Um, I was coughing up some blood clots. Um, and uh, everybody in my family had COVID. They all got over it, but I didn't for whatever reason. Um, and when I went in there, they, they locked him out. He sat in the parking lot for four hours. Um, and there was a reason for that. They didn't want him in there. They didn't want him, uh, being my advocate, knowing what they were giving me because they started administering this drug while I was in the ER and I had no clue what it was. They told me that you're going to stay there for five days. And I thought after I got the oxygen, I thought, well, I'm better now. I'm, I had felt better. And I thought maybe I'll go home with oxygen maybe some blood thinners because I'm coughing up some blood. But they told me, no, you're going to stay here for five days. And I thought, well, what if I get better in three days or two days? You know, that, that's just weird. And um, so I, I, uh, I, they said, you're, you know, you're going to get this drug for five days. And I, I thought, well, it must be a steroid. So that's all they told me. They didn't tell me anything about it. They didn't tell me, you know, the benefits, the side effects, the trials, anything. I, and all the while they asked me, have you been vaccinated? And I said, no, I don't believe in experimental drugs. While I'm telling them that they are pumping an experimental drug into my vein, not one, but two experimental drugs into my vein. So why would you do that? If somebody's telling you, I don't believe in experimental drugs, why would you pump two of them in their veins? Unless, you know, you're doing something deceitful. And sure enough, uh, I had complications every single day from that drug. Uh, it just went from bad to worse. Uh, I, my white blood cell count went from 11 to 33,000. My kidneys started shutting down. My hands and feet started swelling. Um, I asked the doctor, why are my hands and feet swelling? And he just looked at the ground and said, you know, COVID strange. And I thought that that's not a normal answer. I, I've never heard of that before. You know, COVID strange. You've been in the hospital for two years treating this and you've never seen this before. And I'd had COVID for almost two and a half weeks and never had any of these symptoms. None of them. Not until I started getting this drug, but still my mind doesn't think, oh, they're trying to kill me. They're trying to poison me. That never came across my mind. So um, uh, the last two days, uh, the two nights, uh, they would give it to me always at night. Um, uh, my heart rate dropped to 30 beats per minute and I woke up to nurses screaming because they were coming in to do CPR on me. And um, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know that I was, you know, being murdered. But the, the real thing that I, 
I had a discovery is the push for the vax. I realized what was going on when I was in there because I had a doctor that would come in there and she would say, um, you need to get vaccinated. And I would say, no, I don't. I have COVID. I'm in the hospital. I have natural immunity. I don't need a vaccine. And she says, that doesn't matter. I said, well, if it didn't matter, then the human race wouldn't exist. Natural immunity does matter. And she said, well, no, that doesn't matter because this is different. Um, you're going to uh, leave here, get COVID again. It's going to be worse. And when you come back, we're going to put you on a ventilator and you're going to die. Do you want that? And I thought, what? <laughs> you know, I've never been threatened before like this. And so I asked her, I said, well, if you know for a fact that a ventilator uh, kills patients, why would you put a patient on a ventilator? And she said, well, we have to do with the patient requests. And I said, I've never heard of a patient request to be put on life support when they come in. That's ridiculous. And, um, you know, I, she said, I said, so if you're requesting, you're doing what pe people request. I'm requesting ivermectin and HCQ. And she said, no, we can't give you that. It's not approved. And I said, so you're telling me you will knowingly um, put somebody on a ventilator because it's approved and you'll kill them, but you will not give them something that could possibly save their lives because it's not approved. And she got mad and left the room. Not to mention that directly goes against their freaking Hippocratic oath. Yes. Seriously. I mean, holy crap, that do no harm is the first fuck. <laughs> yes. Wow. I knew, I knew at that point, I knew at that point that something bad was, was because I've never been treated that way before in a hospital. And I knew that something was, was off here, like bad off. Every day she came in, harassed me every day. She said, you need to get the vaccine. You need to get the vax, and it's going to be worse. And I said, I told her, I said, do you have a crystal ball? I said, because there's no way to know if I would be worse, you know, with the vax or without the vax. That's impossible to prove. And she says, well, I know the data. I know that we have 80% of our patients dying. And they did have patients dying. I, every single day and night, I heard code blue people. They were killing people left and right in there. And uh, I said, I said, well, I know the data too. I've looked at the VAERS report. And she goes, what is that? I've never heard of that before. I said, oh, you've what? never, you've never heard of the VAERS report? I said, that's where You're you report. And, yes. My doctor said that. My pulmonologist. She was supposed to tell me about my lungs. And she never once told me about my lungs. Not one freaking time did she tell me about my lungs. That's when I say, uh, madam, uh, I, I need a second opinion. I'm, that's the I should have said you're fired. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you because I, I personally, I had COVID starting February 15th of 2020 before the, even the lockdown started, I was like patient zero here in Savannah. Right. I, I got it from an FBI team who had just come back from Wuhan. Like I, it was basically, you know, almost direct source. Um, and I was down for six weeks. I did not go to the hospital. I went to, to my doctor, but it was before really all the hubaloo started. So they didn't know what to do. By the time they'd shut everything down, I was already back to work, but I couldn't breathe. He was, I mean, he really, he legit thought I was going to die for the first like what, two, three weeks. I mean, I, uh, it was bad. I, it was so, I ran 104 degree fever. I, I couldn't breathe. It was like, I was coughing constantly. Um, I'd get dizzy. I, I actually even, Months later, I was passing out. I passed out on concrete and ended up with like concrete burns on my mm -hmm. face. Um, and and then I got better. You know, I started. I, I actually I got kicked out of work. Well, not really, but I got furloughed for uh, for the pandemic. And I 
I got like six weeks of sleep basically. Um, and I started working out and eating properly. And because everything tasted like it was, it smelled like something had died inside my head and everything tasted like it was rotten flesh. And I was like, and chemicals. And I was like, all right, well then I'm tasting what's actually in this. I can't eat this anymore. Right. <laughs> so we started eating fresh food. I was like growing microgreens and grow my own food and stuff like that. And, and I got better. I, and then, and I was great. My antibody count was high. Um, the, the whole time through, I was like the poster child for the military to see, you know, how long antibodies lasted for natural immunity. Um, they were tracking me cause they knew when I had COVID and how long it lasted. And then I got Omicron. What? I would have been right around Christmas when our yeah. son had it. Right. And I never got tested for it, but I knew I had it and it was a minor cold. I mean, it was like, you know, mild symptoms, um, basically nothing. And now my antibody count is like through the freaking roof because mm -hmm. I had, it, it was like a booster, right? right? It was a booster. And I was, I mean, I, I wasn't even down for not even a day. Like I had the sniffles for, you know, a couple of days, but I, I kept going, doing my thing, running our little farm here and, and, you know, doing what I normally do. So I can tell you that without the vaccine, because I will never let that poison enter my body, um, natural immunity works so much better. It will not be worse the next time around. It will be, it'll be a mild cold. Right. Easy symptoms. Right. Like. I, right. No. I had gone almost, uh, we had, the whole family had gone almost a year and a half without anything, nothing. And we went on vacation to Florida and when we got back, we were all sick and, you know, we didn't eat the best. You know, when you're on vacation, you drink, you, you, you know, eat sweets, you, you don't take your vitamins and all that stuff. So it was almost like the perfect storm for our bodies to all get set up. Cause we normally we take our vitamins and everything. And then when we got home, I got my husband, um, ivermectin. They only sent half of the order in. So by the time I got it, I could, I said, I'm not going to split it. Then we're both going to be, you know, just worse. I said, you take it all. And then I gave kids vitamins. Everybody got over it. But I said, well, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll rest. Well, I was so tired. I, I didn't even get out of bed to take vitamins. And that just progressively got me worse. And um, now I know that through all my research that it's, it's preventable. I mean, there are things that you can take to protect yourself. And that, and if it does get bad, there are doctors you can call who are actually what I call good doctors. They actually are uh, wanting to treat you, your, your symptoms, and not do it by a protocol or what Anthony Fauci says. They do it with what works, ivermectin, HCQ, budesonide, things like that. Um, the problem is the, the pharmacies uh, that don't want to fill these things. Um, but even then, they can find ways around that. So- yeah, we work with uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel. We love her. She's down yes. by you in Texas. So um, it's uh, drstellamd.com and uh, use promo code Defiant. You save 5%. You go to the tele telehealth link and you you know fill it out as a new patient and and they call you back and um, like they they throw everything at it. HCQ, ivermectin, budesidine, steroids, um, blood thinners if you need them, you know, wh mm -hmm. whatever your symptoms are, they they treat them and you get better. And exactly. it's amazing. And they work with they've found pharmacies that will fill the prescriptions and they will overnight them to you if you're sick, or you know, they'll send them a little bit slower if you're not sick, but if you just want to stock up. And then um, we've had Dr. Saeed Hadir on here as well. He's uh my go-to doc.com. Um, and he, uh, he'll, he does the same thing. Uh, he also does a, like an antibody 
uh, he's doing like an antibody pack right now where you can get all the antibodies for what we call our oh shit box, you know, just <laughs> something where, you know, into the world. Yeah, for what's coming. Into the world. For what's coming, basically, you know, we want to be prepared in advance. So, um, right. well, anyway, so yeah, there, there are a few good doctors out there that, mm -hmm. that will help, but most people don't know that they have to find them because the hospitals are trying to kill you. And that's the thing. Most people don't want to accept that hospitals are killing people. And that's another reason why I created the website is because I wanted a platform for people to share stories. And I have 145 or 46 stories on there right now, um, working on more every day. And they are horrific. And they are what I call um, different variations of the same crime, uh, slightly different variations, because uh, some of the things that go on are just so, so so atrocious. I mean, they're just terrible. They're atrocious. Um, they, they have patients going in there. Like when I did today, they, they said, um, you know, you're, you're not, you're not breathing well. You need to stay in the hospital. Well, the breathing was at 90%. And, uh, yeah, that's not the greatest, but it's not, it doesn't mean you need to be hospitalized. No. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, get help out of the hospital. And then they tell him, you know, well, she said, I don't want remdesivir because people are catching on to remdesivir. Yeah. So now they're finding other ways to kill him. Um, so, or they just, in this case, gave him remdesivir anyways. When she was able to go in and see, she was able to get wind that they were giving him remdesivir. And she said, no, I said no remdesivir. And uh, they kept giving it to him anyways. They don't care. They totally disregard it. And then when someone starts to stand up to him, they say, well, we can't have visitors anymore. You're, we're, you know, he's getting too bad. We're going to put him to the ICU and he needs to be on a ventilator. Well, why does he need to be on a ventilator? His, you know, oxygen is at 90. He's talking. He's walking. He's fine. Why in the world would you put him on a ventilator? And their new excuse is, well, we need his lungs to rest. You know, his lungs have been really overworked. So we're just going to rest him on the ventilator. I mean, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, but that that's what they do. They convince and then they tell them, if you want to get out of this hospital, you're going to have to be put on the ventilator. That's it. That's the only way you're going to get out there. They start negotiating. Yeah, it's it's a hostage situation then. It really is. And um, and it gets to the point where they're talking and, and e almost every single story, they have this situation where the the wife or the spouse is at home they get off the phone everything's fine you know their spouse sounds great they're even planning on getting out of the hospital they've had a good day and then they get a phone call in the middle of the night oh he took a turn for the worse and the reason they have this phone call is because the previous day they were talking about either moving to a different hospital going to hospice care getting out of the hospital if they ever plan an escape they take a turn for the worse during the night and you know, it's always with fentanyl, oxycotton, morphine, all kinds of stuff, just amazing amounts of drugs that they pile on top of each other. No healthy person could survive this, much less somebody who's already been given remdesivir and, and been tortured for several days in the hospital with no food, no drink, no anything like that. They, it, it's, it's a torture chamber. It's, it's a concentration camp now. It really, really is. And it's all to profit the hospitals because they get paid for every single thing that they administer to these patients. It's wrong. It, it's evil. And people need to be aware of this. Don't think that this is a conspiracy theory because it's happening every day. And and you shouldn't have to, it shouldn't have to happen to you for you to care about it, you know, because then it's too late. If you're in that hospital, you won't be as lucky as me. Uh, no, most of them aren't. Most of them don't get out of there. So that's why I want people to to listen and take, you know, 
take the words that I'm saying and take them to heart. If you don't believe me, there's 145, 46 stories on there. You can read through them. And it's not, I thought, well, that's happening up north, you know, in a blue state. That would never happen here. Wrong. It's happening everywhere, everywhere. And people need to wake up. Absolutely. It, it, you couldn't be more on with that because I know that even down here in Georgia, it's happening. I, I know yeah. it's happening down here. Yeah. When, We've when, got listeners that are local to here and they've told us. Yeah. yeah. In fact, um, one of our, uh, one of our favorite listeners, Wix Fixen on here, uh, the same thing happened to her father-in-law. She's local here uh, in the Savannah area. And she said, I mean, basically your story mirrors what she went through. Mm -hmm. um, it, it happens, it happens everywhere. And it's just, I mean, it's heartbreaking and Jesus, we got the money breakdown for my father-in-law's medical. The cost for remdesivir was $2,595 and 84 cents per dose for five days. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you know what it is for ivermectin? 20 cents. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's why they don't want to give it. That's yeah, why they right. try to stop. There's no money to be made on it. Right. Okay. And, and they target specific groups. They target the, um, the, uh, uneducated. They target the disabled. They target, target, um, those on Medicare, um, they target the unvaxxed. Um, the, and the vax, of course, is for the reason of let's raise up the COVID deaths um, and show that unvaxxed are all dying from COVID. And so you need to get vax, which is totally untrue. That's not why they're dying of COVID. They're dying of protocol. And then the, the uh, seniors are, are those on Medicare. Well, you know, our budget's not too good with the uh, Medicare, and it's much easier to just kill a patient off than it is to pay them out over their lifetime, um, the Social Security or whatever it is they're getting from the government. So that's why they get a 20%, the hospitals get a 20% bonus over the entirety of the stay for anyone that's on Medicaid to get remdesivir and get the protocol. So why in the world would you give a 20% bonus if there's only one drug to treat it with in the first place? You don't need a bonus. There's no other options. What, you know? what do you do again? As far as, uh, I mean, in your, your, job, what's your uh, job? Um, before I got COVID, I had just graduated with a master's in marketing, my, my second master's degree. And I have a master's in counseling and, um, uh, my minor is in, uh, marketing business uh, administration. So, uh, no, I mean, it sounded like you were, you had something to do with like hospital uh, yeah. or just you've we've trained all, enough. We've all learned by necessity in the one last of the things two I was, years. One of the things I was going to say is that, um, first of all, <laughs> I, I was just listening. Wix Vixen, she also said that uh, not only that, they were given a morphine as well on the side. Mm -hmm. Fairly certain. I don't remember exactly, but uh, remdesivir is used when a, Patient is on a ventilator. However, it is used because of an infection in the patient's lung, a specific infection in the patient's lungs, which is uh, really interesting in and of itself. But essentially, um, if you're to give that drug, that person is not allowed to be on morphine. You can't mix the two. It's, it has like a really bad mixture rate and kind of kills you type thing. Um, that that alone is, is scary that you're hearing they're giving morphine and remdesivir at the same time. However, with that though, um, this is uh, protocol is part of the problem. Uh, the other part of the problem is definitely money, as we just discussed. And listening to what you've said and talked about, and uh, reading what other people are telling us about what they're being billed for remdesivir, um, and the fact they don't give you a choice, this also sounds like an insurance scam. 
uh, to me because it sounds like the insurance companies are trying to get their kickback, like everybody's trying to get their dollar, their their inch, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I just find it odd that like all of the sudden, suddenly of all, we're going to start broadcasting all of this as if to say, hey, look, this is what we're doing. We've been doing it for years. And guess what? Fuck you. We don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Why all of a sudden? Because you can't think that that's going to end well. You know what I mean? I mean, okay, yeah, there's 2% of the population that probably won't do anything about it. But it's the other 7%, you know, those crazy sons of bitches with like 9 million guns and everything else, all the shit you're worried about. It's those guys you got to be worried about. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. And so here's, here's the thing. And I, I want to, I want to make a point to back up what you're saying here, Greta, because I, I know there's, a, and our audience understands that it's, it is the protocol is it, it is the res remdesivir that's killing people. Um, but there's a lot of people out there that are just, that are just going to be like, well, that's, you know, they just died of COVID. Right. Right. Okay. Hey, if, hold on, hold on. If so many people just died of COVID, why didn't they die at home? How come everyone died in the hospital? Exactly. Exactly. You got it. Hey, you ready to watch his story? Jump out of the headlines. You ready? Y'all ready for this? What's okay? that? Okay. The shooter, the alleged shooter tonight, the 18 year old is now dead. Yeah. Uh, guess what? What? He wasn't even an American citizen. Oh, he was an illegal immigrant. Yep. Well, he's not illegal. He's here on a visa. However, he hadn't checked back in. So technically, no, he's illegal yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh, but this 18 year old kid who killed all those kids, that teacher and the grandmother. Uh, yeah, he was an illegal alien into this country. So watch this one disappear from the headlines. Right. I was just going to say, who's going to report that? It's not going to be. It's not. We're not going to talk about the shooting anymore. It's gone. Yep. Watch. I'm calling it saying right now. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Wix Fixin brought up one of the things listed as cause of death besides COVID was kidney failure. And we know from all the initial studies of remdesivir that that's primarily what it causes. It causes kidney failure. That's why it was taken off the market in the first place. Because, right. I mean, even people that were on it for two, 24 to 48 hours were going into kidney failure. Yeah. So, well, it was um, never really on the market. It was in a trial, an Ebola yeah. trial in Africa, and it had to be pulled from that trial because it was killing so many people. But out of the four drugs that were um, in that trial, Anthony Fauci, three of them did better, but Anthony Fauci chose that one. That one, the worst performing one, the one that had to be pulled, he chose that one to be the only drug in the United States to treat COVID. Now, I, I'm sorry, but that is murder. And if, if people can't see that, then uh, please take the blinders off. That is exactly what it is. And then to have a financial incentive behind it to use it, I mean, we're they're paying to have hit jobs. That's all it is. It's a hit job on, on the American people. And yeah. when you go to the hospital, you're lining up to get that bullet. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's crazy. So do you have it? Do you still have any um, lingering effects of the remdesivir? What are, what are you what are you still dealing with? What are you going through? I have done extensive detox um, of, of all different types. I mean, you name it, I've tried to, to detox and especially focusing on my kidneys and my liver. Um, so right now, I don't feel that I have any issues as far as the kidneys and livers and things like that. But there's not a doctor that I trust enough that specializes in those for me to go see. Um, but I do know my lungs are scarred. I feel that every day. I used to run three miles a day. I can't do four minutes right now. I mean, it, I, I'm br able to breathe, of course. Um, but 
it, as far as where my lungs were, no, they're not where they were. And I, I know exactly where the scars are at. I can feel them. Um, but I'm working on it daily to, to try to, to expand that and, and my lungs and try to get them better. But, um, yeah, it, it, it took me about two and a half months to, um, actually function again. I mean, I couldn't walk, I, literally, I couldn't walk from point A to point B because you just don't know the pain that you're in when all of your chest is filled with fluid. I mean, there is no comfortable position. There is no reprieve from the pain. It feels like a thousand knives stabbing you. I stayed up for three days and three nights. They sent me home with no medication. So after three days and three nights, I told my husband, I have to have something. I have, I don't care what it is. Just get me something. I, I need to sleep. And so we called the doctor. They wouldn't answer. Um, they, they didn't know me after I left the hospital. They didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I ended up having to go back to the emergency room where they prescribed me 20 pills. And that cost $1,000. So $1,000 visit. Yeah. To get 20 pills. And of which I have five left. So it's not like I'm abusing narcotics or anything. I just needed five minutes of sleep. Like when I say I stayed up three days and three nights, I'm not joking. I was walking around the couch, which was probably the best thing for me. Cause when you do have fluid in your lungs, you need to walk, you need to move. I was just trying to escape myself. I was trying to run from the pain and I couldn't obviously run, but I was, I was just trying anything to, to have some sort of comfort and I couldn't. So for three days and three nights, I was walking, leaning around my couch, just trying to, to get to the next day until finally I got a, a little medication. I got maybe 30 minutes of sleep and it, it was excruciating. It, it was miserable for the, the last two months just to try to recover. I mean, it's, it's, no one should have to go through that, especially when, when you don't agree to that. You, you're, we're all trained to go to the hospital because we trust them. They're going to take care of us. And that's what we've been taught. That's what we've been indoctrinated to believe that they're going to save us. They have our best interests. They're not going to put money first. They're, they have an oath to follow, right? And and that just all goes out the door when when a payment is coming into the hospital. All right now, you're a dollar bill walking into the hospital. And if they kill you with COVID, you're worth more than anything to them. So you're worth more dead than you are alive. And that's what they're doing. And it's just it's a disgrace. And people need to talk to wake up and realize what's going on. Yeah. Well, that, that's a. I mean, they're they're not making any bones about it anymore in the World Economic Forum that's going on today. They're literally, you know, they're talking about how are we going to get rid of the useless eaters? You know, let's see. Well, they've been doing it for a while. Um, our uh, our silent co-host Tara uh, actually posted a easy liver kidney detox at home. Um, post that up, would you, babe? First thing in the morning, drink six ounces of organic apple juice. Twenty minutes later one tablespoon of organic lemon juice, and then one tablespoon of organic olive oil that will help flush your toxins out and do it for at least two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, hey, you know, um, anything you can do that helps. So, all right. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on and telling your story. Greta, where can people find you? Where can, uh, where can Wix fix and go and put in her story about her father-in-law or anyone else that's listening that's gone through this? Because it's so important that we share these stories and, you know, people that have listened to us before, especially our, our we call our Kovac specials that we do quarterly, um, where we really dig deep. I always try and bring someone on that has a personal story, because if you just present the numbers, they're just numbers, right? You no, know? like you have to put a face to the story. And I, I cry every single time. Honestly, every one of those comeback specials, like we had uh, er Ernest Ramirez, Ramirez on last time, his son died from the vaccine. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's heartbreaking, but yeah. these stories are so important because it's, 
it's someone's mom, someone's son or daughter, you know, brother, sister, like these people meant someone to someone and their death is an unnecessary sacrifice. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Every story I post, I've cried at. And what I think about is that could be my husband sending in a story about me and, you know, how, how would he be feeling right now? And it's, it's gut wrenching and it shouldn't be. But not when when we're supposed to be protected by the the people that we've elected, by the people that we've put in, you know, our trust in as far as doctors and things like that. And then to turn around and murder us. It's just wrong. I mean, uh, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's it's no one should have to go through this. And they're not killing one person. They're killing a whole family. Um, emotionally, the rest of them, these people are just so broken. I mean, I have a support group for them that we have meetings on Wednesday nights just because they need somebody else to talk to because so many people have called them crazy or conspiracy theorists and things like that. Um, but the fact is, if you know somebody that has died of COVID, be uh, before you say that again, oh, my loved one died of COVID, get the medical records, get the medical records and look at them. And if remdesivir is on there, I'm going to tell you right there, your loved one didn't die of COVID. And if remdesivir is, is not on there, well, then they they're, you probably didn't die of COVID. That's probably not listed as their death because I guarantee you, that if it has them listed as dying as COVID, they were given remdesivir. And that's what started the process of the murder. And then they were ventilated and they were given all this other crap to uh, to speed up the process of the death. So and so many people don't realize that their loved ones were actually murdered. Get the medical records. Look at them because this can't keep going on. You know, people people need to see what's going on. Yep. So protocolkills.com. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I'll blow it up real quick so y'all can see it. See yeah, that right there, right over her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Protocolkills.com. Um, in fact, <laughs> I have it up on another tab as well. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on, Greta. And um, and keep in touch. We'd we'd love to follow up with you and and have you back and see how everything's going. Hopefully we're gonna we're gonna win this fight and these bastards are gonna go to jail because um, you know, Anthony Fauci is the is the greatest sanctioned serial killer of our time. Um yeah. Yeah, well, mass murder. I I don't know. I guess at this point he's a mass murder. Who was the one that uh, Kavorkian? Oh, he's well past yeah. Kavorkian. Oh yeah, he's destroying Kavorkian. Please, he passed Kavorkian in the AIDS epidemic with freaking AZT when he killed all right. those that. So right. anyway, yeah, you're uh, right. He's probably uh, fighting with Himmler right now. Yes, yes, probably. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks again, Greta. Uh, it was such a pleasure, and um, I'm. I'm so sorry you had to go through that, but you know, God has a purpose for all of us. And I, I, those of us that are, that have gone through some of the most horrific tragedies in the past two years, I think it's honestly, I think it's for this reason, you know, to, to do what you're doing, to do what we're doing, to, to speak out, to speak up, to fight back against them because, right. um, you know, tragedy molds us. That's yeah. yeah. It was my wake up call for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah. when, whenever we're through uh, any kind of turmoil, we need to use it, not not just sit back and be a victim. I was a victim, but I came out a fighter and I'm not going to give up until they stop doing this. Well, God Excellent. bless. Couldn't, right. couldn't be said any better. And uh, praying for you and everybody down there in Texas tonight, especially because uh, apparently yeah. we've got another shooting. Yeah, it's a rough time. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much for having me. Thank, thank you. you. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Yes, folks, that was Greta. Yes, uh, so um, Yes, go check it out. She's uh, she seems like uh, the real deal. I mean, she obviously learned a lot of medical stuff while, while being there. Uh, kind of watching this uh, Biden coming back to the U.S. Blah blah blah. BS. He's going to address the nation like right as we get off at eight fifteen, which is fine because we didn't really want to hear. Yeah, him. I, and, I you know he's going to be talk. late. So uh, fuck it. Um, but, what is this a cover up for? That's I'm a great asking question. one more time. Because I, here I am, I've got it on my computer screen, watching Fox News. You know what I'm not fucking seeing? Anything about the elections? No election coverage whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in other channels, but I refuse to fucking tune in to fucking CNN and those communists. Well, right now on WTOC, it's all zero or zero percent reporting, but we're only just at seven o'clock. So they That's really Polls they are just, just closed. closed. Yeah. And either way, um, still nothing. Yeah. But. Anyway, yeah. uh, with this though, I just found that odd that we were having this, uh, conversation and take here tonight had another school shooting, uh, weird. We haven't, we didn't have one for how many years? Uh, the entire time Donald Trump is in office. Yep. Yeah. Didn't have a single school shooting. Yep. Just throwing that out there. So throwing that out there since, uh, Joe Biden's been in office. How many have we had? Uh, dozen. Yeah, something like that. It's been pretty ridiculous. I mean, mass shootings, not necessarily school shootings. At least two, maybe three school shootings. This is just, uh, it's nuts. I have but, no idea. I mean, but I'm telling you right now, this is the last night you're going to hear about it. You want to know why? It's not going to be in the news tomorrow because tomorrow he was an illegal, which means Joe's plans are not working, mm -hmm. which is going against every narrative that we've heard from every fucking liberal that exists out there, which I'm pretty sure you all agree. We've heard that about that, too. Desert Beauty wants to know how we feel about Pence. Pence is uh, a fucking traitor. He's a traitor. And he and hang and from a I'm not real happy with him. Yeah. I don't care if I don't ever see him again. Okay. And uh, definitely don't want him to see him. See him. Apparently, he's planning on running in 2024. Uh, uh, let's so. see. I just saw that Lucretia Hughes went live. You know, she's a she's a friend of ours. I've met her a couple times. Uh, we actually saw her at Candace's rally. This person said they were going to watch Lucretia. Normally, she goes on an hour before us, but I think she went late tonight because of the election, the election coming on. So, so we're waiting to anyway. see. I'm still waiting for some good thoughts on what's going on there with that, but it'll be... Uh, <laughs> okay, we're waiting well, to find out. Waiting but either way... I'm waiting on the poll results. Why don't we get to some other stuff? Because there is a lot of other stuff going on. In fact... Well, um, hold on real quick, because we're going to go back to what we were talking about. Okay. So, as soon as I can minimize this freaking screen. Yes, you're right, Glock. He fuck Pence. He he did get an envelope. Um, at uh. Yeah, at the funeral. At Bush's funeral. At Bush's Bush funeral. Senior's fe yeah. funeral. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not a Pence fan at all. Nope. Um. Anyway, so going back to what we were talking about before, but again, uh, this this also plays into kind of what's going on there with this, where I'm going with this, and I'm going to kind of just build my own case about why really me and Justin are running. And you might learn something tonight about somebody in your state that people may vote for, may not vote for in the future. and just might give you a different way of looking at candidates when you're researching them. So really quick, this is kind of where I started. The reason I started here is there's some obvious things. I went to a Google search uh, who he endorsed, right? Because I got to figure out who all the people he endorsed. We got to look at him, see what the hell he's talking about. What's he trying to identify here? So, uh, his, uh, from 2017 to 2021, he only endorsed 305 people after he left office. They tracked another 192 additional endorsements for a total of four, nine, 497 endorsements. This was as of May 23rd, 2022, uh, which is true. Still hasn't changed. So he's endorsed a whole fuckload of people. Okay. 
Okay. However, okay, hold on real quick. Tara said, can we talk the funeral one conspiracy night? Um, text me about that, Tara, because this this Saturday coming up is actually going to be listeners choice on true conspiracy where we're going to do our research on the fly. Like on the show, you tell us what you, what you want us to talk about and we'll talk about it because honestly, my my conspiracy theories are legion and I can pretty much talk about anything um so uh tell me what i don't know what funeral one um the funeral with the notes that were oh, handed out at gw's oh, funeral all right george bush's funeral yeah okay well the house we, on the hill party you know i don't know we can talk about that one too that, but okay. Love that one. Yeah, we we can do that so all right that's so the idea. really quick so i went down here just for the overview so this term He's endorsed 185 people. Mm -hmm. So the last time I looked this up, it was 105. Now he's 185. Uh, two in special elections, uh, obviously. Overall, his score for governors really sucks. Uh, he's endorsed a lot of governors, and there's a lot of governors that he's endorsed that lost. Um, gubernatorial endorsements by Trump. Carl mm -hmm. Herbster, Done. Uh, Greg Abbott won, uh, Janice McCann, um, he endorsed her and David Perdue. I mean, there's going to be here shortly. He's going to have three losses in his run for, go uh, for governors Two. that's a 50%, 33%. That's a, that's a failure still. So he's still failing, uh, when it comes to the governors now in his Senate race, uh, and in, in the Senate races, he's, um, you know, I, as you can see now, the cool part about Bal P when you get into this, let's just go with someone we all love and hate. Uh, let's go back up here. Here we go. So someone we all love and hate Joe Lombardo. I mean, we all know about hate? him. Um, cause we don't love and hate him. We love to hate him. We, we both. So either way, so you can click on him and it brings up their edited history of it. However, if you read this right and you do just a little wordplay with it, put it in your own fucking brain, think about it for a second, you get a different answer. So uh, we talk about, well, this morning we went through what? We talked about the primary dates. We talked about all yeah. that shit, uh, who he'd been backed for before in general elections, um, who the incumbent is, who he's running against, um, Sisolak and Collins, and uh, all the other candidates for governor okay and then it goes into him who he is talks about him nonpartisan. that's what he claimed well that's because uh, he had is, to for sheriff yes he was running as a sheriff so mm -hmm. that's a non-partisan primary run gotcha so wait he's running for sheriff and governor yeah i guess so interesting oh no that was 2018 no this is 2019 okay. yeah all right so uh gives you the idea and then is gives us a little brief campaign overview um and then uh, it's got some additional stuff down here, which is interesting. Just call him Joe. Joe yes. Lombardo has a lot of titles. Sheriff, officer, veteran, leader, husband, and father. Soon he'll add another title, governor. But you can just call him Joe. In an era of career politicians who poll test every word and must get permission from Washington or Carson City consultants before they speak, Joe is different. He's plain spoken and honest. Man. All right. He done failed. Why did he fail? So right here, this is where I start shit canning candidates. Okay. First of all, in an era of career politicians, anytime you hear that, whatever they're about to say, 
whatever it is, whatever they're about to say, this is true. It's automatically a true statement. Even though I know this guy's running as a Republican, this is a far left leaning page. It's immaterial. Anytime that they use that word, those two words together in an, or those three words together, I should say era of career politicians, whatever they're about to say or after that is going to be true. Why? Because it's the way you write it, basically proving the contrary. They have, a negative, they, they lead it off with some, in an era of career politicians, which can be considered a negative, who test or uh, poll test every word that must get per permission from Washington or Carson City consultants before they speak. That is an obviously true statement. Yeah. Everybody has to reach back to DC. Why? Because we have these two political. What are you never going to hear about me and Justin? That you're ever going to get permission from anyone. No, well, this is saying Joe is Damn different. Straight. So he's not different. They he, they they go in to say he's plain spoken and honest. They don't they don't go back on what they just said. They don't say he's not that at all. He's well, plain say, spoken say, and honest. They say Joe is different. Yep, but they don't say he's not like that. Mm -hmm. They just said he's different. He's plain spoken and honest. They don't say he doesn't. He does he. Uh, he doesn't account to anyone. Correct. He, yeah. Right. So that is a big right there. I would have already eliminated this. So thing. many candidates spend their days preparing to run for office, worrying about how they look, what they say, or how every interaction can lead to a campaign contribution. But Joe is different. He spends his days diffusing tense situations, apprehending violent criminals, and standing up for what is right. No, he doesn't. So next time you hear a carefully worded non-answer from some slick politician, remember that you have a choice and a voice in Sheriff Joe Lombardo. Well, let's let's examine that one real quick. Really? This would be the same non-slick, kind of grabby, grassroots, gruff, hard-ass fucking Joe Lombardo that stood there in front of the mic when the fucking federal agent leaned into his ear and said, don't read that. Yep. That would be that one. That one? That one. Who had some slick tongue to say, well, it's, uh, you know, yeah, we're going to move on. So Joe is an army veteran, former beat cop, and has spent the last seven years serving as Clark County Sheriff. Get Joe it, has cop. dedicated his life to protecting American freedoms, putting bad guys away and keeping us safe. So whether you salute him as a veteran, appreciate his service in law enforcement, or can't wait for him to be the next governor of Nevada, he just prefers you call him Joe. So again, uh, he, yeah, he doesn't. He's a fucking just guy. call him Joe. Fuck him. Yeah. So that's just a little bit. Uh, give you an idea. Uh, somebody said over here, uh, J.R. Majowski. He was for uh, Ohio for senator? Ohio senator. Okay. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him. That's governor. Let's go down to Senate. Was he, was he, in, go uh, down. was he endorsed by Trump? Yeah, go down. Yep. Ohio. No, that's J.D. Vance. Vance. Hmm. He probably wasn't I endorsed by no, Trump. I did hear about Jeremy Jeske, but I think Trump pulled the endorsement. No, go down. Maybe he's, maybe it was the house though. Is he a house or is he a senator? Oh, he might be a state senator. Or a yeah, I think he's a state senator. Let yeah. Me see. Let me see. He's probably state. If he's a state incumbent challenger, they have him listed down here. Yeah, state, state executive endorsements. Here we go. Yeah. 
Ohio State Secretary, uh, Treasurer, David State Yost, legislators keep Yost. going. There we go. Yep. Pending Michigan, 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 Arizona, Texas. I don't see what I'm here for. Keep going, maybe. No, local races. Hmm. Rescinded endorsements. Oh, just Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Glenn Youngkin. Yeah, I, I don't see it. Hmm. He's not state, so he's was he Leo? Was he backed by uh, Trump? He, he's he's running for the House. Was he backed by Trump? Yeah, we're looking at Trump's picks. Which yeah, I'm I'm looking I, at directly at the picks. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was his name again? Jerry Majowski. Majowski. I thought I, I thought I saw his name. His name sounds familiar. Georgia uh, 10. Miller. They put Vernon Jones in Georgia 10. That is the exact same seat they offered Candace. Oh, let's go to that one. That's actually a good, Vernon good Jones. example. Go up. Uh, I gotta find him. Yeah, there he is. Georgia 10. All right. So this is another great example. Uh, you want to learn something about a, a, a person and find out about them. Anyway, uh, Republican Party is running for election U.S. Senate uh, or U.S. House to represent Georgia's 10th Congressional District. Um, he entered the Republican primary on May 24th, or he's in the Republican primary, I should say. He withdrew before the Republican primary for governor of Georgia. Correct. Way before reason. Yep. Partly our fault, which I enjoy, yeah. Um, and Candace's fault because then she brought that person to where that person needed to go. Anyway, uh, he was offered pretty much to take uh, uh, the twelfth district. First, it was the ninety-first district, and then he was going to take the twelfth district. He ended up with the twelfth district. He used to represent us uh, as a member of the Georgia House of Representatives in District ninety-one. He assumed that office in January 9th, uh, two thousand seventeen. However, he goes and leaves and becomes a Democrat. No, no, he was a Democrat. No, because Jones originally was a Republican oh, party okay. member for the house of representatives in Georgia represented the 91st district. No, now he's part of the Republican party, but on January 6, 2021, Jones left the democratic party that date there, January 6, 2021. Yeah. Jones left the democratic party to join the Republican party. Yep. So mm -hmm. that's like some of that stuff you're going to find out about on pages like this. Not only this, this also gives uh, personal contact on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. If you want to go look up anything about the person or anything about the individual, um, it is nice to find out stuff like that. I enjoy. Yep. Uh, I enjoy when I go looking that this is what I'm going to find. There are other statements. Who is uh, the one person that we were looking at today that we were like, nope. Um, it was someone for, it was a local race. Yeah, I know, but, um, I don't, I don't know. I'll go look up by the County and find it that way. Yeah. That's an easy way to do it. Cause that, it just made me giggle. Um, cause when she read this one line to me, I was like, I, I read it. Uh, she read it and I was like, Nope. And she's like, this but I, I, it's only one line. Chatham County ballot. Yeah. It was literally only one line, and I started laughing. I started giggling. I was just like, yeah, nope, I already know. She's like, why? And then I explained it to her, and I was like, you know, that'd probably be a good thing we could talk to people about and explain what's going on. Yeah, there is no ballot on the Board of Elections website. Uh, it's not there. You have to go to Ballotpedia. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you could have said that before. Ballot ready. There you go. All right. So. Yeah, you got to put in the, the street we're registered to vote, which isn't where we live anymore. So yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Don't the address, just the the road. No, okay. I thought it said the whole address. No, oh, just said road. There you go. All right. So May twenty fourth. Of course you. All right. So uh gave us our senators, whatnot, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Candace. Yep. Secretary of State. It was under which one? Was it up here? Was um, it Superintendent of Schools? No, there was only one in the superintendent. Now we did look up agriculture. Um, yeah, but I don't think there. Was. Oh no, there's only one in agriculture. Go down. It was well. Now we started looking. Um, let's see, fire and safety. No. Because there's only one there, too. No, there's two. Oh. Oh, no. Pat, Patrick Whip, that was insurance commissioner. He's, yeah. He is also a Trump endorse. Um, go down. It was past all these because these are all incumbents and nonpartisan and whatnot. So it was when we got further down. Keep going. Yeah, because we started, remember, yeah, we looked yeah, at the yeah, Board yeah, of yeah, Elections, yeah. right? Yep. And we looked at this uh, Marianne Mercer Himes. This one? Yep. Come on. Go that way. Yeah. We, so you look her up and then... Uh, sometimes they, if it's a local election, a lot of times they don't have a lot of the stuff unless it's like national elections. So you got to kind of dick around and try and find more about them, about them. Um, and in here it just says reelection for Chatham County board of elections. Himes on the ballot and Republican primary, yeah. which tells me she didn't really do anything. Yeah. Um, incumbent, uh, sh who she's running against in the Republican party, this, that, and the other thing, how the ballot will look, whatever other bullshit. Uh, so sometimes you got to go do a little digging on your own. We found some weird stuff at weird places when we were digging around on this. It wasn't all that bad. I mean, but we've seen better. Um, I could have sworn it was education. I thought it had something to do with education. There it is. Uh, oh yeah, uh, that was it. This one? No. Uh, or that one or this one. We, I, we looked up all three of them and we ended up going with Roger Moss. So this guy didn't even have a picture on there, but he, wait, he did have a campaign website. So go to the campaign website. Cause I think that was the one we looked at. Yeah. Campaign website. So, all right. And go down in the race for the next generation. 
Our community cannot continue to operate in the framework of old ideas. My plan as school board president is to address current gaps with student success through collaborative leadership efforts that rest on the essential values of reliability, accountability, consistency, and equality. Yep. And I said, at least he didn't say equity. Equity. But does he mean equity or does he mean equality? Mm -hmm. That is the question. That's a good question. So that was. So there was one. There's one. There's a good example of one. Yep. Uh, and then go to Todd Rhodes. He had a campaign website. Unfortunately, that's where we had to go. You got to do this. It's a little time. No, we just were. No, that was him. So was the other one. It was a tie. Go to Ty Whiteley. That's right. Let's say, holy shit. What is this? Oh, there's that's there it the is. other one. Yeah. So when you scroll on this one, she had that as well and personal Facebook. I can't get the Facebook. We can't see the Facebook, but we can look at this. Go All ahead. right. So Ty Whaley is an educator, an award-winning community engagement leader, a published writer and researcher, and a parent of three Savannah Chatham County public school students. Stop, stop, stop. Right there. I was like, nope, she's gone. Yep. And she's like, but wait, I haven't even read this. Nope. And community I said, okay, leader. so right here, if you look at this, um, Ty Wheatley is an educator, award win winning in community engagement leader, which means A, she's a racist. Yep. And B, means she doesn't care for white people whatsoever. She could care less. She's not about white people. And not only that, she's a published writer and a researcher. So she's been indoctrinated at least a good two or three times. And who knows what else, right? And a parent of three students in the school system in which she's running to be the next, whatever, superintendent of schools. Really? You're going to let this indoctrinate, indoctrinated woke fuck walk in and control the Chatham County school system. Yep. I was like, nope, no more. However, she did go on to read the rest of it. And even still, as it got through it, she is an avid researcher whose findings have helped her uncover the ways to bring STEM education and gifted resources to minority children. Because, you know, we're holding them back, especially here in Georgia, because we're in the worst fucking state. Yeah. All right. First election results are starting to roll in. Oh, shit. Yeah. See if we got them. Uh, Fox is reporting them yet. Nope. Ryan Kemp, uh, 3,268 votes, 76%. David Perdue, 888 votes, 21%. Candace Taylor, 77 votes, 2%. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. I ate a little. Sneezer. Burt Jones, 312 votes, 58%. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that all these people voted for governor but didn't vote for lieutenant governor? How can we have significantly more votes for governor counted than we have for lieutenant governor? Great question. And all, for, all for Brian Kemp? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Butch Miller, 149 votes, 27%. Mac McGregor, 58 votes. 11%. Jeannie Seaworth, 23 votes, 4%. Um, yeah. Everything else, like, kind of... Brad Raffensperger, 1,955 votes, 47%. Jody Heiss, 1,943 votes, 
46%. Wow. I'm going to go find it, see if I can find some, see if I can bring this up. Okay. It's starting. Yep. Here comes the cheating, folks. Get ready for it. Now, Candace is at 118 votes, still at 2%, though. And Brian Kemp's at 4,000 votes. And David Perdue's at 1,100 votes. Thereabouts. I don't know. It's just sounding weird. Sounding weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're report, reporting 3,268 votes for Kemp, 888 for Purdue, 77 for Taylor, 40 for Davis, 17 for Williams. Uh, let's see here. U.S. Senate, Herschel Walker leads by a whopping 3,324 votes. Gary Black, Latham Sadler, Josh, Josh Clark, and Kelvin King round out. Secretary of State. That's a Democratic primary. Uh, Republicans, almost 2,000 votes. Jody Heiss is almost 2,000 votes. See, this has Jody Heiss at 2,264 and Brad Raffensperger at 2,514. Wow. Yep. Go fucking. Come on, Jody. Get up there. We don't need the turd burglar or Raffensperger in office no more. No kidding. Sure. Uh, and I tell you what. Go ahead, Jody Heiss. Don't do it. Don't start an investigation into 2020. You'll be the first one I come visit front door of your house. Herschel's at 75%. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the cheating starting. It's, wow, absolutely ridiculous. Well, part of the cheating, and if you call it cheating, so the way it works in Georgia is that when you go to vote on primary day, they ask you what party you want to vote for or what primary you want to vote in. And it doesn't have to be the same primary that you're registered as. So uh, if, for example, your Democrat candidate is running unopposed, then why not go and vote in the Republican primary to try and skew it a bit to someone that you know would never win, that the people don't really want, like Brian Kemp. Yep. So that would be why you see that big discrepancy in the number of votes between governor and everything else or almost everything else. Holy shit. What? All right. So get this. Yeah. So if this holds out, right. Yeah. So Herschel Walker is supposed to run against, um, Raphael Warnock, Raphael Warnock. Yep. Raphael Warnock with mm-hmm. basically running unab- unabated, so to speak, if you will. With uh, the amount of time that's passed, Raphael Warnock's only got 1,035 votes. Uh, Herschel Walker has 3,959 votes. Yeah. Almost 4,000 votes. And we haven't even gotten, this is just primaries. We haven't even gotten to the general election. Yeah. We're only 15. I mean, the polls only closed 30 minutes ago. So, you know, this is going to be going on for a while. So anyway, we'll check back with us. Yes. So um, now, now that it's it's started, you want to go to this, or do you want to talk about the World Economic Forum? This kind of takes the cake right now. I mean, really, it is. I mean, eighteen. Now it's eighteen now it's kids, 18. three adults dead. All right, we'll go ahead and put it up. 
I mean, it is up. I guess. Not up on here. Yeah, you can't is. hear it. Oh, well, I wasn't going to play audio. I don't think people want to listen to these retards talk. Well, if you're not going to play audio, then don't put it up. All right, then fine. I won't. Piss off. What's your point? Fine, then. Fine. Fine. Nobody likes you anyway. No one likes you. Anyway. So anyway, yeah. Okay. Nastiness there. Yeah, we'll say a prayer. Hope hope to God everything works out. Yep. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. It's like, and of course, like the first thing we saw was they went after the school resource officers. Yeah. Well, uh, go ahead and play the the first clip because I found this. Well, there's a couple there actually that on the first row there. Um, that the one right there. This was in response to um, Stacey Abrams yesterday saying that Georgia is the worst place to live. Yeah, worst place. It, it worst is worst place to what, live. What are you talking about? It yeah. is the worst place to live. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm not really sure what. I know. According to her, you know, that's how I want to be remembered right before everybody goes to the poll. Yes, exactly. I'm going to say that America is the worst place to live right no, no, before just Georgia. Everybody goes to Georgia. The polls. Georgia. Yeah. 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 But she cares about us, though. She cares about Georgia. Oh, yeah. She wants Georgia. She wants to, be to okay. make it better because it's the worst place to live right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Worst. Worse. Absolute worst. Horrible. Can't fucking believe it. I know. Fuckers. Yep. What's with them? And all these people don't agree. No? no not, not Georgians. So yeah. I like I like that it's a lot of black people supporting black people. So I wouldn't say it's the worst place to live in. I lived in Chicago and I think it's a lot more expensive and a lot more dangerous to live in. Well, if it's so bad, why does she have two houses here? Why does she think it's the worst? Because she didn't win the last election, I guess. <laughs> I don't agree. That's absolute nonsense. First of all, everybody's moving here. Most of our family from families from New York and stuff. I mean, I don't know how she can come out and say that. She better take a look again because I don't agree with that at all. Whoever thinks it's the worst place, then they need to move out to the good place. It depends on what your what's your mind state on where you living at do you care about safety and your kids or do you care about stuff that just not none of your business yeah i think stacy abrams cares about stuff that not none of your business mm -hmm. well minus those flapjacks you're eating because <laughs> damn she wants some flapjacks up in here Ah, we got another local Georgia. Joyful June. Georgia is beautiful. I grew up here. We chose to live here. We grew up up north. It sucks up north. It really does. It's cold. It's expensive. The people are mean. You can't walk out in your back deck half naked and sh kill a fucking Shoot gator. An alligator. You know? Seriously. Like. It just kind of sucks. <laughs> you can't have chickens. You can't grow your own food. You know? If you did walk outside and yeah. you know shoot a gator half naked yeah. where you live in up there, they'd probably come and try and yeah. put you in jail and arrest you. You know it is. But you got to remember, too. Also remember, when you're thinking about Georgia, everybody says, well, why is Georgia such a power decay? I got asked that a bunch of times today. But that's fine. Ask the question. That's that. I'd rather answer the question for you. Yep. Why do I think it's such a powder keg? Because you got to remember coming into this race, everything we did in 2020 was racist. Everything we've done since 2020 is racist. Even though I don't believe that the bill goes far enough in protecting our elections or securing our elections, I do, however... Applaud, I guess, a little bit of effort out of these retards that are up there. But I also knew I was going to replace them because obviously we saw what happened in 2020. Nobody called into question the 2020 election. So down here, it has been a powder keg because there's one thing, A, Georgians really don't like. They don't like to be told for what to do from people north of them. Absolutely. The second thing Georgians don't like is we just don't like to be told that it sucks to live here. Yeah, that's I true mean, too. fuck you. No, 
If you don't like it, get the we, fuck out. We literally live right next to, and we used to live in one of the most beautiful cities in the country. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad it's liberal, but like aesthetically, one of the most beautiful cities in the country. Crime's through the roof it, right now, but it is everywhere. And she wants to talk about this. Like, it's no big deal. You know, fuck that dumb cunt. So, okay. Anyway, the, um, the administration is rather freaking out right now. But uh, I want you guys to watch this and see if you see it. Nick caught it last night. Um, I, I caught it and I went and showed it to him. And I was like, let me know if you see it. And and he paused it at the spot and he rewound it. So yep. let me know if you guys see it. See if you catch this one. See if you catch it. Tonight, with the midterm election season heating up, tensions are mounting inside the Democratic Party and White House with a growing cascade of crises, including the president's handling of border policy, soaring inflation and fears of a recession. All right. Do you guys see it? Let's see. Back it up a bit, a little bit, babe. Right to the spot. Nope. Nope. Almost. One, a and White down. House with go. a growing cascade of crises, including the president's no, go hand. Back. Go back. Who is that in the White House? Y'all see that? Right? Lower left-hand corner. Why, when NBC is doing a clip on how the Biden administration is freaking about freaking out about the midterms. Why would they use Trump? Is there are there is there no video of Biden sitting in the White House that they could use through the windows? Like that's Trump. And the crazy thing is, if you look scrolling on the bottom below, that's someone else's news scroll, right? On the bottom of that picture there of Trump. I'm going to try and zoom in here. Give me a second. I mean, that is completely someone else's new scroll. So, um, I took a picture of it last night. No, I can't. Let's see. I got some command or controls up here. Edit this bitch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you want me to send you this picture? Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Maybe that'll work better. Yeah. I'm going to text it to you because it just says it's waiting. No, I can't. Yeah. Okay. So they are literally taking a picture of Trump from another news scroll and putting it on the TV inside the white house, right? They're taking this picture and they're laying it. They, they literally layered it behind the, the windows. Cause you see the, the, the things on the windows, right? That's behind that. Cause there's one of those, I, I don't know what the fuck they're called on the windows, but there's one of those lines on the windows that goes in between that scroll. So what the fuck? Yeah, very odd. That's so weird. Did you get it? No. I think I, I, I don't know where the hell it is. It don't matter. Okay. We'll just go move on. Anyway. But so that's yeah. what it is. That's so, I mean, yeah, you're putting a picture of Trump in there. Like, uh, this is NBC. 
quite comical. So I'm yeah. Yeah. They could have easily layered a picture of Biden in there. Easily. Yeah. But they made it they might like not have any pictures. Office. I mean they, of Biden they, in they the didn't White even House. have to have a picture of him in the in the White House because that was obviously photoshopped in there. True. So they could have photoshopped a picture of Biden in there. It is a TV, yes, but on the TV screen, you mean to tell me the only thing they could have on the TV at the time that picture was taken was a picture of Trump? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, just so maybe weird. to tell us that hey, he's not really president. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this is the clip that we wanted to play last night, and um you close it out back. Well, I'll tell you what, the little stickers on gas pumps all across the country illustrate the American people know exactly whose fault this is. This was deliberate. This isn't an accident. This isn't an unintended side effect. This is exactly what Joe Biden promised he would do. And it's what he's done. If you look at when Biden was sworn in, gas nationally was $2.09 a gallon. On that first day, what does Biden do? He cancels the Keystone Pipeline. Boom, day one. What does he do after that? January 27th, a week later, he halts all new oil and gas leases on federal land, both onshore and offshore. Federal land onshore and offshore comprises roughly 25% of U.S. oil and gas production. Yeah. So those little Biden stickers on the gas pumps, don't take them off. Apparently not. No. According to Ted Cruz here, Apparently it works because uh, gas is at the highest that it's been ever. Once yeah. again, we're going like two weeks straight at breaking records, except it's not winning. We're all about that, though. Yeah. Breaking records. Yeah. Mm. Well, the Biden administration apparently. Is. OK, so is apparently uh, this dumb miss fucking this cunt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently now she can say her bit because, you know. And who's that in the background? <laughs> Bill Clinton, nonetheless. Why the fuck is Bill Clinton in the background? I have no idea. Okay. In NBC Studios. That's a little weird, isn't it? MSNBC. Yeah. Whatever. It's what NBC Studios. That's the same damn thing. It really is. Okay. Anyway. Weird. Very odd. Yeah. Very odd how shit has worked out. This is super We funny. have to find out. I mean, look, I'm mother of five. A baby cries. We don't have food. Come on. That's, that's just as bad as it gets. This is bad. It hits its home as yeah. deeply as possible. Uh, okay. We have to find out why parents don't have food for their babies. Okay, Nancy. Isn't that your fault? Yeah, your your party is in charge of everything. Uh, that is exactly your job. Seriously. So now you're going to find out? Wow. You didn't find out in February when they shut the plant down and immediately found that there was nothing in the formula that they said there was and then didn't reopen it. Um, you didn't start an investigation six months ago when we were warning about a, a baby food formula crisis. Um, no, no, no. It's after the fact. Now that everyone's going crazy because their children are starving and they're crying in grocery stores and in Target because they and literally fighting over cans of food for their children. Um, and now and now. And you know what I heard today, too? This was craziness. Um, you know what they're finding in breast milk of vaccinated women? What are they finding in breast milk of vaccinated women? Polyethylene glycol. Yeah, that's not good. No, that is a petroleum derived uh, chemical that crosses your blood brain barrier and causes serious like 
um, cancer. Yeah. 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 That's the shit that they were going crazy about, about on the tests. Yeah. yeah. That they were jamming up your nose. That could Don't scratch take the your brain. Because there's polyethylene glycol on it. And now they're finding it in the breast milk of vaccinated women. And they so, were using it as a lubricant probably for the fucking, yeah. uh, well, and subdermal micro uh, nanobots. That uh, they were they were, it, your was, it was part of the uh, lipid nano sheath that they couched the mRNA in. Yeah. Um, how about that? Yeah, it was polyethylene because that was one of the ingredients that I listed off to my mother when she was like, well, what ingredients are we allergic to in the vaccine? And that was one of the ingredients I listed besides, you know, tyranny and coercion and all that. Um, but yeah. So now you have babies that are failing to thrive. They are literally not growing because their mother's breast milk has little to no nutritional value and is in fact dangerous for them. They're breaking out in rashes. They're having all kinds of gastrointestinal distress because they cannot digest it properly. So what do you do? You switch to formula, but there is no formula. That's okay. So, you know, this, the quad isn't too worried about it. No, obviously not. They were out in the quad today playing hacky sack, <laughs> little faggots. So yeah, this is the quad fellowship. And this is back to Biden. We're going international now. Um, he's such a fucking jackass. Yes, he is. So nothing changes. Yeah. Nothing new. Mr. President, is the policy of strategic ambiguity towards Taiwan dead? I no. Can you explain? No. Mr. President. No. Yeah, but what was he asked? I is can barely the, understand the is, question. Um is the policy shifting towards uh, towards Taiwan? No. Oh. Um, no. Towards, I think, towards backing Taiwan. Uh, the military strategic yeah. ambiguity is the policy is the policy shifting away from strategic am ambiguity in regards to Taiwan? No, no. And he said no, 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 Can you not explain? at all. Not at all. No, no, no. Nope, I nope. can't. Nope, because I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I don't know who you are. No. Hi. Who I'm, are you? Hi. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, Tom. I thought you were Mick, but okay. <laughs> I guess that was last week. <laughs> I am Tom. <laughs> okay, Mick. <laughs> 10 seconds. 10 seconds, oh, Tom, folks. Oh, that was like... 50 first dates or whatever it was. Less than 10 seconds, but okay. Um, so... No, yeah. I counted 10 seconds. All right. Well, uh, I guess we have enough time to get into the World Economic Forum yeah, trying to take over the we're world. Here. Because that's what they're doing right now. Because there is a little shifty comment made at the end of the speech that I want you all to listen to. It's, it's very scary. Um, there's there's some some worrisome things this moron says, but the end of it is really I want to see if you guys catch it. See if you can catch where he slips and kind of lets the 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 package out before the, the puts a cart in front of the horse, so to speak. <laughs> it's the, it's and there are my time. midget munchkins. <laughs> the invasion of Ukraine didn't come out of the blue. The world has been increasingly engaged in a struggle between two systems of governance that are diametrically opposed to each other, open society and closed society. Let me define the difference as simply as I can. In an open society, the rule of the, of, of the state is to protect the freedom of the individual. In a closed society, the role of the individual is to serve the rulers of the state. Other issues concerning all of humanity, fighting pandemics and climate change, 
avoiding nuclear war, maintaining global institutions, have had to take a backseat to that struggle. That's why I say our civilization may not survive. No. Our civilization may not survive. Well, that's not the, that is not the clip I thought it was. Um, I thought that was the other one. Oh, no, no, no. We'll get to the other one. But that was that. Now, can someone please give this man a booster shot so he dies? No shit. Please. Just put like, him out just, of his misery. Just, keep, just give him a couple boosters. Like uh, three or four. Just yeah, just get, something. You know, give please. him something. You know, make so, it work. Tell him it's adrenochrome. Yeah. He'll be all about it. He would be all about Seriously. it. Seriously. But um, yeah, I think his face is melting off. Nick Keeper, I'm with you. I think, I think there's other things wrong with him other than that. I mean, uh, dementia. He's like a thousand years old. He was literally an adult during World War II. Leo Slayer said, oh, shit. How long ago did this man die? Somebody get him a steroid or something. Holy shit. Seriously. Yeah. No shit. All right. So, uh, Lisa, who gives this? Why do you have profanity turned off? I on don't. Here? I think you obviously do. Anytime. It, I don't. I don't know. How do you give this shit back anytime? Asshole. Fucker. Fucker. Whatever. It, fill in the blank. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Ass clown. Well, you know what? But they they all give each other this time, right? And they think that they rule the world and they rule all over all of us. And that so now the, he looks like shit since they cut off his adrenochrome. You no know, shit. Punky Kuster said. But now all that global elites are in Davos, telling everyone what they're going to do with us. So yeah, but it's weird because they're at a super spreader event, which I think they're all going to die before the rest of us anyway. So does it really matter? Nah. They're at a super spreader event. They're all vaccinated. The only people that get sick now from COVID are people who have the vaccine. They all have the vaccine. They've all been triple, quadruple jabbed, and they're all sitting in close proximity to each other. Okay, they need to have a, a booster shot drive at Davos. That would be fucking sweet. Be they could awesome. test out their new. They could test yes. out their new uh, monkey fucking no. The 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 um, what are the the fucking uh, non piloted fucking UAVs. Excellent. With the fucking shot shooter, and they shoot the shot shots in Perfect. each other. I just and I it think, can malfunction on this cocksucker. I think it would be inspirational for the entire world if everyone at Davos got a booster on air consecutively, all over and over and over again. Like just just booster shots all around. Yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, I think that would be fantastic. Right. Okay. So um, this fucking shit bag here. He looks inflated and he looks fake as fuck. I'm just saying. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. Okay, real quick. I want you to pay attention to what this guy when, says here. When he says us, it, he doesn't I, mean I, we I, the people. Just, just listen to what he says. And when you catch what I'm talking about, we'll talk about it. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. But two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities, that we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. 
That's what we call stakeholder responsibility. And second, that we collaborate. And this is the reason why you find many opportunities here during the meeting to engage into very action and impact-oriented initiatives to make progress related to specific issues on the global agenda. So did you all catch it? Did you all hear what he said there? Oh, the stakeholders Correct. of society are all going to collaborate and figure so out really how quick, to kill us all. Really quick, I'm going to go back to it, okay? Listen to what he says. It's really important. He he kind of slips this one in here. And it's, it, it's weird because he's not talking about the people. Because if you were talking about people, then you would be talking about shareholders. Remember what a stakeholder is. A stakeholder is not somebody who provides technically a lot of financial support, however, backs the product. No, no. The stakeholder is the one that gets the money. Listen, backs the product expects that, Hey, when, when you get to this point and you've had this much success, you're ours now, that type of thing. Okay. Where a shareholder is someone who is actually given wealth to the product has actually put money into it, owns a share of the company. Okay. That would be a shareholder. A stakeholder would be in political terms. A stakeholder would basically be an NGO. So if you think about your non-governmental organizations, this is what you're talking about. This is what he's talking about. Of larger communities. That we serve not our own stakeholders. So. Is that we act all as stakeholders. We act all as stakeholders. Of larger communities. Of larger communities. That we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. So we don't just serve our own self-interest but we serve the community. So we don't, we don't just take care of ourselves, but we walk around and we inject every other member of our community. Yep. Everybody see what I'm getting at here. This is bullshit. This <laughs> is that he slipped. He let it out. This is, this is what we're going to do in the future. That's essentially what he's saying right there. He didn't slip. They don't care anymore. No, they don't. This has gotten so bold. <laughs> it uh, it was going. funny. I, I got a whole string of them. I was I was giggling today because I was listening to Pesovic's bit after he got arrested. He sounded, uh, I guess, a little. I, maybe he recorded that episode prior to getting arrested. I don't know which. Either way, uh, I was listening to Pesovic today, and he kind of said the same thing about it that it was not so much a slip anymore because they're not scared anymore. Yeah, they know nothing's going to happen to them. Yeah, absolutely. They don't care if they do it out in the open anymore. Now it's all about. Well, how much can I get away with? Yeah. Now it has nothing to do anymore with how much money can I make and how many people can I control before someone shoots me? Cha -ching, cha -ching, That's pretty much it. Cha -ching. Before they go to civil war, which is what they want anyway. Yep. So we're, we're, we're heading that way anyway. Yeah, we definitely are. The question is, will we go to civil war before, during, or after the invasion? Great question. All right. First of all, I would say that we have to stick to global markets. If we are now, and this is a tendency I feel everywhere in the world, also in my country as well, also in Europe, if we are now saying, okay, first of all, Germany and other countries are caring for themselves, then we will increase the crisis. If we are only caring for our own food supply, 
or energy supply, it must have a disastrous effect on the prices on the market. So first of all, we have to keep the markets open. Second, we have to see that we have to solve one problem, not on the back of another one. So if we are now increasing the production of fossil fuels and coal power plants all over the place, there's a drought in India. We, you mentioned it. We will definitely have uh, more problems in the next years to come. So we have to see that climate neutrality is a big issue of the conference 2020. Um, so two years ago, it seems like ages, but two years ago, it's not gone. So we have to solve one problem with the solutions of the other problem. And third of all, when I mentioned open markets, I like to stress out that the the rules of the markets, they have to change. So the globalization, I, I would, I think deglobalization is a wrong phrase. We shouldn't admit to that. We have to stick that we have, that we collaborate in one world and have some solidarity in the world, but therefore we have to change the rule of the markets as well. So these three things I would say are, give an idea where we have to, to heed to, and maybe this conference can um, also lead some ways into a more sustainable future. It, it's so good to know that we have people like this that are making these decisions for us. It is, it's so good to know that I've never been happier or more proud of the people around us that are sitting there saying, man, I love the fact that these guys are making the decisions for me. Yeah. Fuck absolutely. that shit. This guy needs to go too. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Germany's doing. That is the most anti well, America first or, you know, any nation first. Globalist needs to go. Yes, you're right. Nazi fuck, fuck off. There's a lot of them too. I, somebody over here on the um, pilled was saying, um, Wolfpack fam, no one in a German accent should talk like, talk like this after Hitler. No Completely shit. Completely agree. No shit. Why? What does that remind you of? McNugget, what does that remind you of, man? I mean, there is something specific about it and something I've always noticed. Uh, Himmler always kind of reminded me of Himmler. I don't know why, but. But then we've got more crazy bitches out there and the crazy bitches, of course. Oh, yeah, no, they, they just they keep crazy. They, these these hits just keep on rolling. Hold on, Seamus, you're stuck. These crazy bitches just crazy, yo. They're just crazy. And it gets worse because she's got oh so much to say too. We need to accept that there will be some pain in the process. Uh the pace that we need will uh, will open up for missteps. Hmm. Uh, it will open up for uh, shortages on energy. It will create inflationary pressures. And maybe we need to start talking about that, that that pain is actually worth it. Because if we don't, uh, there's no business case, there's no economy, there's there's no welfare. But but so far, I think we are have been a little bit careful actually talking about the pain in the short term that is likely to come from, from, the, from this the very important yeah. change. Yeah. Yeah, the pain in the yeah, short term. The pain in the short term. She knows all about the pain. Apparently, you know, in the she's okay with pain. Pain's transition. a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just it's a very yeah. transition. Yeah, folks. don't worry about it. Um, okay. I will say no. No, this pain is not worth it. It's not worth transitioning away from fossil fuels to a global econ economy. But. This shitbag also thinks it's worth it. So, um, oh, you know he does. Yeah. So Biden's not actually at the World Economic Forum. He's doing his Asia apology tour. Um, Yet 2.0 because Obama did the first one. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so, um, so someone asked him about about gas prices and inflation, and here here was his response. Interesting. Mm -hmm. 
And when it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. Now, uh, less how, reliant on how did fossil he, fuels. How did he get that clip out of Davos so fast? I have no idea. Because seriously, isn't that pretty much exactly what she just said? Damn near. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Interesting. This is all planned, people. This has been planned. This I mean, has been planned. If you, I mean, Biden, you know what? I'll, I'll give Biden this. We've always said that Trump was the only president to do what he promised that he would do during the campaign. Okay. Biden's done it. Biden has done everything that he's promised to do. He has shut down fossil fuels. He has shut down fracking. He has opened our borders. Biden's done it. Everything that he promised to do. Here he is. He's done it. Well, and he was like, oh, no, I, I'm not really going to do that. I didn't really mean that in the debate. But everything he said during during the campaign it has come is true. exactly what he's done. So, yeah, we got more. Yes. Elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. Most certainly do. Mm -hmm. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's. Where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. That's because. Is it going to be an app on your phone or is it going to be internal? Great question. Because an app on your you phone. Might, you might eat a pill one day that actually gives you a, your carbon Your footprint. internal carbon tracker. Because, yep. all right, so when I when I started working out when right after I got sick from COVID and I was trying to get healthy again, um, I, I got these different apps, right, to, to motivate me to track what I was eating and um, how much I was drinking water-wise. I, I didn't include the alcohol in there. But it necessitates that you have to go in and put in what you ate. If you ate something, you know, processed out of box, you, you scan the label and it tells you how many calories and how much sodium or whatever. If you eat something fresh, you put that in there, you know, it's all labeled and there was a great little app, but you had to use it. Yeah. If you don't use it, it gets no information. You have to manually input those things in. Do you think the world economic forum is going to depend on people to manually input um, their carbon tracking? Not in the for a, a second. No, not at all. No, no, no. They are going to do this internally. Uh, Biden will unite the nation and not by the means his party is intending. <laughs> Very yeah, true. True. True that. We're all. Yeah. Think of Fitbit. Thank you. Think. Yeah. Hey, ready for this one again? One more time. Uh, they've tried all of this before. We have seen this. Mm -hmm. Every single one of you have seen this. Everybody wears one. I don't. I took mine off a long time ago. It's because you broke it. You did, you dumbass. Yeah, but I don't. It still works, and I wear it occasionally, but like only if I'm working out. But I, I don't. I don't like it. It makes my hand feel weird. It makes no. I don't like. Literally, it. I turned off all of their ways that they could possibly track me on this thing. I mean, yeah, they could go in and turn it on. Yeah, they still track your heart rate and your blood pressure and all that. Well, that's kind of requires your that. sleep patterns. No, that doesn't. Hmm. This one does. Your aura ring does. Yes, the yes. aura ring. Does. Yes. Yeah. 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 I fuck with my aura ring though a lot. So you used to fuck with your Fitbit, 
And I hope your old captain doesn't uh, listen to us because they used to be in like a step war. Yeah. And he'd be in bed at night shaking that bitch. Just doing this <laughs> just with it. Shaking if it. you just do it like that, it feels <laughs> the taps. It thinks it's steps. So you can just like, you can just sit there doing it as fast as <laughs> you can do it. Like do like I 500 win. of them in a fucking second. <laughs> like, oh, I beat you like by 20,000 steps. How did you do that? Because I've been sitting here since eight o'clock at night just doing this. <laughs> I figure if I couldn't beat off that I find, might, might as well find a function. I more. wouldn't let him beat off because we were still trying to get pregnant at that point. You know, so. I was trying to find something <laughs> I could waste. do with my wrist. So I was just sitting there going. Got to keep those wrists strong yep. for when it actually Hell happened. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So c continue on to the next dumb cunt that wants to take over the world. Because uh, that's what this all is. They all want to take over the world. Mount Succubus. Yeah. And what's with the one old dude in the back wearing a mask? I don't know. But okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I got to tell this story. So there we are this oh, morning. Geez. I made my little scene that I normally make uh, when I go to places. And you mean at the voting booth? At the voting booth. So after <laughs> I'm done making my scene, this one dude walks in and he's the only one in a whole room full of people, right? And there are people from varying in age, probably from 100 to I, I probably like from at least from the Civil War to the Revolutionary War. Yeah, right. Yeah. In that area. Yeah. In that time frame. Yeah. And um, the American Civil War. This dude's younger, probably younger than me, walks in wearing a mask over his face. Of course, couldn't tell because he's wearing a fucking face diaper. But he's the only one in there wearing a fucking mask. mask. I was like, I almost wanted to say to him, hey, bud. Um, you're not really voting for shit today. It shouldn't take you this long. You're a liberal. Pretty much everybody's running on a post. Yeah, pretty much. What's taking so long? <laughs> take that damn face diaper off. It doesn't work anyway. Quite comical. Okay, and hold on real quick, just because this popped into my head. Remember the story we pulled up about uh, six weeks ago or so about the microplastics that they were finding in people's lungs? Sure. You remember that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that microplastic is the same plastic that they find in the fucking blue masks that came out of China. Go figure. Yep. So um, those masks. I thought you were going to surprise me. No, no, no. But those masks that everyone's wears, they're they're literally killing you. All right. So good anyway. luck with that. Now I hope everybody that's wearing four of them feels even better now. Yeah. So if uh, in pillar two, um, the percentage, the tax uh, rate had been higher at 25%, which was actually what was uh, recommended by, by groups of tax experts the world over, and actually connects with the rates in, in, some, of the, in some of the economies that are participating in the deal, then 17 billion more um, dollars would be raised in, for the developing world, for least developed countries and middle-income countries than is the case now with the 15%. So 15% is too low, and, and it's driven by, by um, some of the tax havens that actually are, are pulling down. So, you know, on the positive side, Course, it's closing loopholes on tax havens and as you said from my quote at the beginning that we believe that's extremely important um, and that's that's good but um we we are worried that this will be a race to the bottom um further race to the bottom in terms of corporate taxation um, and and countries that have higher rates might go down and what we know uh, from previous um you know critical moment uh, experienced by the whole world in world war ii taxes were raised significantly and corporate taxation in the us was very high and it will kept being very high for many years and that coincided with high growth Period. So I'm sure the professor can speak of that in, in greater detail. But um, folks, I have no idea why this is moving along at such a speed. So competing crisis and really um, increasing fiscal space for countries to be able to invest on. on the this is how we list. We got the video. Really so at the, at the bottom of, of the society. I think it's so, hysterical, yeah. but yeah. Okay. So what she's talking about is one of the plans of the World Economic Forum is that they want to make a global corporate tax rate. Correct. Okay. And they want to make global fascism at its finest. Global over a global economy. Yeah. So one global. They economy. want a flat global corporation tax rate at twenty five percent. And what she said there was really important. She said, "Now, countries with 
higher global tax rates, higher corporate tax rates may go down. Yeah. Okay. She didn't mean that the tax rate's going to go down. She means the country's going to go down. Well, we don't know that. But. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know who has a higher than 25% global uh, corporate tax rate? We do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can all assimilate and... Yes, it is very blah, blah, blah there, Texas. I agree. Wix Vixen's neighbor was, bless his heart, wears a mask outside working on his car by himself. I bet he wears a condom when he goes to bed by himself, too. Just saying. I wish he would wear <laughs> it over his head. <laughs> Solve so many problems in this country. Oh, yeah. All right. Fast forward five years. Do we have a central bank digital coin out there in the world? that is being utilized on a daily basis, whether it's wholesale or retail, and it becomes a superior system. Francois, yes or no? Uh, we have several experiments which are not very far from that. No. They're not yet generalized, but they could be, let's say, the next three years, probably. It will go quicker on the wholesale side, yes. I guess, because it raises that. less sensitive questions. Yes, Axel. Oh, I'm quite I'm glad to hear what you're saying, uh, Francois, on, on the wholesale uh, digital, currency, uh, digital currency, not coin. Uh, I am also a believer that will come in five years. Yes, what I try to say is obviously, you know, we still have those huge legacy environment. They need to migrate as well. So we will not yet see all the benefits coming through, but it will come and will be much more efficient. Uh, also probably much more secure, uh, lowering transaction costs. On the retail side, I'm much more skeptical uh, certainly call it for the, you know, established economies. Okay. Well, first, what they're talking about is one world currency. Yeah. Okay. That's that exactly is El what Uno, they're talking about. What they're talking about. So where, where was, where do we hear about a one world currency? If you hold on one second. Okay. Listening to what they're talking about. If we went to a one world currency, which we're talking about a one singular bank that's going to handle this whole currency, whose bank's going to do that? E the Vatican, probably. The World Central Bank. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, which is run by the that's Vatican. That's kind of what Ultimately. I'm thinking. No, no. Yeah. No, actually, the Germans everything. have, uh, the Swedes actually have more to do it because the Swedish Guard is the one that has everything to do with the world One World Central Bank. Mm, and who does the Swedish, the Swiss Guard protect? The Swiss Guard only protects, the Guard actually protects, but the si Swiss actually run the bank. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, it's really odd that all of a sudden Switzerland wants to be a part of NATO. Right. Anybody else see that odd? Yeah. Anybody else putting two and four together to get eight? Yeah, I'm coming up with revelations. Because this is not... Okay, there was a clip I was going to play tonight, and uh, I wanted to play kind of a, a back and forth, but there were so many of these guys that I couldn't do it. Uh, literally, it was the first guy just to show you that some of the similarities. And if you remember uh, the sum of all fears, it was a Tom Clancy book made into a movie. Uh, ben Affleck plays Jack Ryan. Anyway, long story short, he's uh, the bad guy is sitting there in front of the podium. The first time you see him and he's talking to everybody's watches off and they're kind of zooming around the room. You're kind of listening, half listening to what he's saying. He's talking about war and how war is going to destroy the world. This, that, and the other thing and how, whatever his group is a part of the, the group that he's talking to, how they could take power. And one of them, he says in the middle of it, he says, well, instead of making war with one country, instead take the two big bruisers on the block, set them on a collision course for war, sit back and wait 
and reap the rewards. And as they're doing that, they're zooming down on the back of his watch. There is a Nazi emblem. The swastika is carved into the back of his watch. Of course. And I thought that was very foreboding in and out of itself, just in the initial portion, but just what they were talking about, world domination and everything else. And then you watch this. And they were doing this in some secret back room deal type thing. It was very closed, very quiet, you know, corner co conference room that they had. Um, one of the other ones I always kind of giggled about was if you remember in the latest James Bond series, uh, when there it's a second one, it's not Casino Royale. It's the one after that. Uh, when they're at the, uh, they're at the, the place where they're, they all met, at that meeting to watch that play and they're all talking into earpieces and they're kind of talking like they are. So, Hey, how do we do this? Where do we get money from? Where do we pull money from? Where do we send money to? How do we get these monies? What do we do with the monies? So on and so forth. And it keeps going on like that. They don't, these folks, they're so blatant about it. They don't even give a shit. Yeah. They're sitting right in front of everybody with video cameras on talking about it. Yeah. Absolutely. We're past planning, folks. We are pushing into operational stages of this thing taking off. So How long are we going to wait till we do something else, like stand up and say, nah, bear? Uh, well, out of uh, Brownstone, brownstone.org, uh, this treaty, which is still on the table, it's not been shelved. Yeah, I know. Um the uh, the treaty is actually tied to a digital passport and digital ID system. So uh, yeah, I wonder what company's making money on yeah. that? I wonder if Genesis has anything to do with that. Uh, that's a great question. Um, so the amendments that that have been shut down, you know, twelve of the thirteen for right, they have been shelved for now. But of course, this still goes on until the twenty eighth. So they could pop them out of the twenty eighth and still pass them. We have no idea. Uh, but the the actual treaty, the WHO has contracted German based Deutsche Telekom subsidiary T Systems to develop a global vaccine passport system, which plans to link every person on the planet to a QR code digital ID. Vaccination certificates that are tamper-proof and digitally verifiable build trust. Who is therefore supporting member states in building national and regional trust networks and verification technology, explained Garrett Mell, head of WHO's Department of Digital Health and Innovation. Who? The WHO's gateway service also serves as a bridge between regional systems. It can also Who? be used as part of future vaccination campaigns and home-based records. This system will be universal, mandatory, transnational, and operated by unelected bureaucrats in a captured NGO who already bungled the COVID pandemic response. And that's from Aaron Carity, uh, who is a former professor of psychiatry at the UCI School of Medicine and Director uh, Medical Health e Ethics at UCI. Um, he's a senior scholar of the Brownstone Institute. So yeah, uh, he, Dr. Carity knows what he's talking about. Um, and, uh, yeah. So if you think, if you thought that vaccine passports that we had won on that, they were a thing of the past, they're not gone. So anyway. Well, very interesting. Yeah. So, so either way, uh, we do have to get out of here because we do have a hard stop coming up yeah. either way. Uh, tomorrow night. We'll be back uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Who do we got coming up tomorrow night? 
Uh, it's just us tomorrow, actually. I think it's is it. It's just us, I believe, for the rest of the week. Oh shit, folks! Mm-hmm. So, yep. uh, just checking in one more time on these primary numbers. Yep. Just getting an idea what the fuck is going on because I know. And just to let you guys know, um, June sixth through the ninth, we will be on vacation family vacation in Florida. So uh, I don't think we're going to stream while we're down there. I think uh, we're actually going to uh, yeah. take four we're days taking off. a vacation. Yeah. We're actually going to take a vacation. So um, that's June 6th through the 9th. We will not be here. Uh, but other than that, Memorial day, I have an idea for a Memorial day show. I want to play uh, operation white elephant. That's the, the Mickey Willis movie that you didn't get to see about the, the guys that one. were killed in yeah. Afghanistan. I think that would be really appropriate to play on Memorial Day. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, only not much movement here. Looks like Kemp's got a 154,000 lead there. Uh, Purdue, 44,000. And Candace Taylor coming in 7,170. Yep. Not doing bad overall, I got to be honest with you. Um We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, who's this? Hopefully Catherine we'll have. Davis? Yeah, I have no idea. Hopefully we'll have an answer tomorrow. Um, yeah. Chatham County is not even reporting yet. Bryan County is not reported. You got a lot of counties that aren't reporting yet. Still got a lot of the state out there. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Herschel's winning there and yeah, uh, handedly. Um, definitely he's got to, this has got to make Warnock shit his pants. Let's see. Warnock. He's only he's got 157,713 and Herschel's got a 141,772. Guarantee got a lot of that faster than anybody else did. Yeah. Um overall, let me see. We just went to Georgia. I haven't really looked at the other states because I know Alabama, who else is primary tonight? Alabama. Um, there's a lot of people primary. Yeah. Um, well, we'll have results tomorrow. Yeah, so either way. Pay attention tonight. Watch it. Uh, as you can see, we're kind of anxiously waiting to see what the fuck happens. Uh, either way, um, for the Mick. And Lynn. We will talk to you later. Uh, we will see you tomorrow night. So 6 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, subscribe, of course. And, uh, you know, just keep it up, folks. Uh, and prayers to Texas uh, and anybody who lost any children in Texas. Uh, so heartbreaking. All the prayers going out right now. Um, as long as I... Don't find out anything dirty about anything, you know. Seriously, later but, on, know, I hope just, to, I, I always never hope to find it out, and then I end up doing it. It, it just it brings Sandy Hook back really so does. hard, and that was so personal for well, us because we grew up right there. Not really. We knew uh, it doesn't really bring Sandy Hook back. It does for me. It, you remember how I reacted to Sandy Hook? I literally cried for like two weeks. Like yeah. I could not stop crying because I knew some of those people, I knew some of those kids, and it was just just ripped a hole in my heart. Um, and yeah, so this, I, God, I feel for those people down there. So, so just, uh, keep an eye, you know, prayers, yep. prayers down there and we'll see what happens. Yep. Um, see what's going on. Yep. So, uh, either way, like, uh, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. We will talk to you later. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah. 6 PM. Thanks later, for listening. Folks.
My cousin served out in Afghanistan and now he's back living with me. He can't afford good health care, then he sees illegals get it all for free. I thank the Lord I've got a dang good job and an extra beat up truck. That he can drive around the farm and try to make a couple extra bucks. Some want it all for free. That don't sit well with me. I pledge allegiance to this flag. It's part of who I am. I don't kneel for the anthem. Never have and never will. The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me. Was an ass-kicking, patriotic, good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it Here's to the American Savage I'd like to defund welfare and deputize ten million more today You want a civil war, you about to get one Cause it's time to drop dead weight Just give me one hard worker I don't give a damn what color that he is We come from different places I just wanna know, do you have any grit? Some want it all for free That don't sit well To this flag, it's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem, ever have and never will The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking, patriotic, good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it It's to the American Savage is knocking outside of the gate I say let them in lock and load and we wait if evil is knocking outside of the gate I say let them in lock and load and we wait I pledge allegiance to this flag it's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem never will don't give a damn the only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking, patriotic, good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it Here's to the American Savage American Savage So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, 
is is this company you know contributing to the deep state is this one supporting the evil in our world i don't know who to buy from anymore so we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented believe the same thing we believed push the same values that we push and uh we found uh we found a bunch and one of the ones our first ever sponsor was cultural life 1972. cultural life 1972 supports the culture of life not a culture of death folks so uh they are completely um they're against abortion and uh they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, roe v wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life their money uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col. 1972.com you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list so uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it and that's a, a pretty important list to have these days and, and carla she's a great friend of the show she's been helping us out from the get-go uh we told her that we'd support her here because i agree with what she's doing i believe in what she's doing furthermore not only do i believe in it but uh we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves and uh it's actually amazing quality i wore the t-shirt yesterday it's so soft and comfy you know sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturealife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. Thank you.